0: Hi, guys.
1: Oh, hello. Well, well, it's your first trip to Mood. Yes. You guys will have $400 per team and 45 minutes to shop. Yes. Energy up?
2: Yes. Yes. Because
1: yes. 45 minutes goes quick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's a big store. <laughs> Clear for lifts off. Yeah. All right, go. We're
2: disappearing.
3: disappear. Ugh. Dion? Yeah, coming. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Christian, what do we do? Oh, honey. Throw that poncho
1: away. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a Project Runway love cast. I'm Ernest. I'm Patricia.
0: And I'm Nayland.
1: We're back. It's been a while, everyone. And we're so thankful uh for all y'all for hanging in with us as we patiently wait at the start of this new season and i'm especially grateful to my wonderful co hosts for this episode patricia and nayland thank you two for coming back for another season of the workroom
0: (laughs) thank you for inviting us
1: yeah no this is fun i mean i have to say it's been such a long break and um just let listeners know uh had some technical difficulties getting into this episode and I'm also podcasting from Rochester (laughs) so that's a part of it as well so I'm on the road um, in an unfamiliar place and it's been a while but we've missed you guys I've missed this the show and um, also if you guys don't remember for so for those of you guys who are first-time listeners our last season of The Workroom turned into kind of a hybrid. As Lifetime came to the end of their reign on Project Runway, and then Bravo took up the baton and ran off with it, what I now lovingly call as Project Runway Two Point Bravo. So, if this <laughs> is your, <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us, um, just to bring everyone back into the fray of how you do things. Um, We have a Facebook page. People have been posting there. Uh, The most recent image is of swatch all splayed out. Um, (laughs) You can also find us on Instagram. Um, I've been less active with that Instagram there, but feel free to uh, send us messages there. Those are really wonderful. We also have cheat sheets. So we lay out, all of the final looks in runway order. So there's a link to that in your show notes, and you can kind of click on that, and then you can, you know, read along once we get there in that part of the podcast. And um, yeah, and also last but not least, we love competition. This is a competition show and then there's a competition amongst us called a bracket draft. So (laughs) I upped the ante a couple of seasons ago because at first it was like kind of lovely. We all chose who we wanted to choose. And then mid season, if your person got knocked off then we're like, Oh, choose another person. No, for this time it's a draft, just like football. You go through the draft, you choose some per- somebody no one else can choose that person and then if the person gets knocked off that's it you can't <laughs> you can't replace them with another designer and i'm getting really intense about that but we're going to do it the same way this season um but we're going to uh, wait a few episodes so we can get the lay of the land and um i have to say i'm having issues learning people's names and so <laughs> i think we can all get used to at least knowing the the designers names and then also because so we can make an educated choice as to who we would like for our brackets and also for nayland since nayland loves making the emotional choices to see like who they would like to go out (laughs) for drinks with at the twa TWA bar at jfk perhaps Mm -hmm. Um,
2: because
1: there are so many people anyway so we'll get through that and at the end the winner just gets a ton of bragging rights, and I feel like that is all—all all of it because I'm very competitive, even when there is no trophy or money involved. So I want those bragging rights, and um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who won last year? <sighs> uh, who won last year? Who... Speaking of bragging rights, Speaking of, you know what? Um, I, you know, I kind of—it almost slipped my mind. But who—who like, who was it? Who—who? Who... I, I, Sebastian, right? Sebastian won yeah. last. Yes, and I think it was on it was on your bracket, Malin Yeah, you won. I, you know,
0: I can't <laughs> I can't really remember, but but uh, I, something seems to seems to strike my memory that perhaps that was the case.
1: Yeah, you know, you want, you chose a nice person, and the nice person at the end won. It's like when does that ever happen? On Project (laughs) Runway. (laughs) Um, Okay, great. So, all right. Well, before we really get into this next episode, just the two of you guys, can you share any initial thoughts about this first episode?
0: Uh, (laughs) What do you think, Patricia? Yeah. (laughs) Share.
3: Well, for me, I, I... I think I was more excited about the show than maybe I should have been. Um, because I was watching it and I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I think that, yeah, I think maybe my excitement was unrealistic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we could get into that. Uh, Naylon. what about you?
0: Um, you know, it it is, uh, it, the the first episode of the season is always a little bit like, Look, here's a basket of puppies, <laughs> um, but it does seem to me that they've kind of given uh, it's it's settled into its groove of what it's going to be, and it's not going to be as like much of a wacky game show as it might have been in first seasons. Like that, like the there was not a battle royale for materials mm-hmm. or um or anything like they they weren't made to like run or do parkour or anything like that <laughs> you know And the, or no tear up legs, the outfit no, like... they were wearing it was it was pretty sedate and i think that this is like what they're you know what they're trying to go for as a show is that they're trying to like you know tone back on the drama and mm-hmm. and up the professionalism
1: yeah mm-hmm. so. yeah i feel like so and i think this kind of Goes very wonderfully into the beginning of this episode, which starts um, in the TWA, I guess, vintage wing at JFK. So it's this wing of JFK that's you guys probably know a little bit more about this, but it's been, it's been talked about for a while. Um, it's been around since 1962, and instead of it being um, a terminal, it's now this really fancy bar that you can go out to, and it's a hotel and Um, It's now become a destination, but definitely they're not going to let the designers rip apart the new TWA terminal bar that they've spent a gazillion dollars on. So it kind of sets the stage with that. You come into this really brand new space age retro space. And I, you know, I was like, there's no champagne, there are no balloons, there are no, you know, I don't know, just nothing's hanging from the ceiling. There's hardly anyone there, not even just people staged around. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it comes in very quiet and very sophisticated um, and almost so quiet because, you know, Carly Kloss and Siriano are sitting on a balcony, but no one can hear them. The acoustics in there must be terrible. But, um, yeah, so it, it kind of starts off with this very much high highfalutin, I shouldn't say highfalutin, but a, a high fashion minded sense of. Um, especially when they get into the challenge. So I don't know. I thought it was, this was, this was a rumor. So if anyone has been listening or, or reading around about this past season, um, I think they let it leak that this was where they're going to have their first challenge. Um, I was hoping that they'd get on a plane and go somewhere, but I really do think they held it there because fashion designers have been holding their, um, their fashion week runway shows in that terminal since it's opened. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah.
0: Well, also, I think TWA at the time in the in the '60s um, really associated themselves with high design. And if you think about it, it's um, I think that the that the um, the spaceship in 2001 mm-hmm. um, that's going to the moon. I think that's a TWA ship. I could be wrong about that. Oh. It might be Pan Am, but yeah. I'm I'm not. I'm exactly certain, but it was, but definitely, um, a lot of the styling in Kubrick's film is it comes from this, uh, this terminal.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we get a little bit of the background of the the terminal. Um, I thought it was really interesting that it, it was built in 1962, or I was, I would say it opened in 1962, the same year, um, that John Glenn, um, became the first astronaut to orbit the Earth. And that whole connection there, it really is, um, yeah, like like the the very beginnings or sort of the, the beginnings of the space race and space, the idea of space tourism. So um, just to get into the challenge, um, they're in the terminal. And they're talking about this history of space travel, um, but also design and, and architecture and, again, kind of pulling in a little bit of fashion. I think Louis Vuitton had um, a show there, but also there are these designers who are focused on futurism, including S- Christian Siriano himself, kind of puts himself in the mix as well. And um, even Carly Kloss is just like, there's even rumors of there you know, being a space hotel in the mix. Um, so they're trying to bridge this gap between the space race of the 60s and um, innovation and, and future space, odyssey or space adventurism in the 21st century, you know, at the end of this decade um, and going forward. But at the same time, uh, collaboration is also innovation. So on top of us talking about this wonderful thing, future, space, retro, it's kind of open, um, the first challenge is going to be a team challenge. So they're kind of uh, upping a little bit of the ante, um, starting off with a lot of stress um, mm-hmm. and also putting it on the designers to choose their partner. <laughs> so so we do get a little bit of the, I would say, um, traditional opening of Project Runway when all the designers meet, meet one another and get a cocktail. But this is a working cocktail hour where they actually have to kind of interview or schmooze each other. Uh, give their elevator pitches to see who they actually want to pair up with for this team challenge. Um, And the details are they have to make a jumpsuit. So one person makes a jumpsuit and another person makes a chic look meant for um, a space hotel bar.
0: (laughs) Well, they specifically say happy hour.
1: Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. So happy hour.
0: Which seems really weird.
1: (laughs) It's it's almost kind of like it's already make believe. (laughs) So on top of the make believe we're going to get even more specific and go make believe you're in a hotel in space at happy hour in a chic (laughs) cocktail, whatever. It's like, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, let's get really, really imaginative and make it fun, but also very specific. It has to be a happy hour. I mean, is that's that even weird.
0: a thing anymore? Do people like go to happy
1: hour? I do.
0: <laughs> so what's your favorite happy hour?
1: <laughs> my favorite happy hour is five o'clock to six o'clock. Not six to seven. <laughs> because seriously, it's five to six. That's my happy hour. That's that's the uh, only time I'll go. <laughs> I,
0: I meant where. Like what <laughs> bar is <it> like
1: Oh, <laughs> oh where? You know, I'll catch it anywhere. But let me see. You know what? Okay, I will only shout this out because I I went out recently. Because you know, full disclosure, lately I have not been going out that much. So, but the Waverly Inn. Have you guys ever been there? No, mm-hmm. oh, I, I
3: have not. No.
1: The Waverly Inn in I think it's a it's it's, it's I think that's Greenwich Village. It's this like yes, it's, it's a tiny bar. You step down as a really really great bar, great bartenders and a real happy hour. It's it is quite sure. old school New York in a way, but also a place where if you didn't know to look for it, you could easily pass on the street, which is my favorite. Um so yeah, the Waverly End. Wait, so mm. Malin, you don't you don't do happy hour? That's not your thing.
0: <laughs> it's been I I mean the point of happy hour is that you drink cheaply. Yeah, and and I'm all for I'm all for the cheap part. I just don't drink that much anymore in a kind oh, of yeah. dedicated way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always do um, you know, a mocktail. Yeah,
0: I mean, it was it. I mean, I'll tell you, my my probably my favorite happy hour ever was in the the Fairmont Hotel. Um in san francisco they have something called the tonga room Ooh. which is like this crazy tiki like themed room mm-hmm. which is you know as we know some bizarre cultural appropriation but <laughs> in the but they but their happy hour they had um like um hors d'oeuvres like hot hors d'oeuvre platters oh. and a like a lagoon in the middle of the bar And it would rain like every fifteen
1: minutes. (laughs) 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 I mean, gotta love that. Makes you feel like you're in the rainforest, at least, you know. So,
0: like, so that was like a full-on, like that was happy hour. (laughs) Like, as far as I'm concerned, that's happy hour.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, no. I mean, you can kind of, you can definitely find places like that, but I feel like that bar is way too high. That's a, that's a high bar. That sounds like. It's fun, it's got (laughs) visuals, it's got, you know, environmental things, hors d'oeuvres, you know, something beyond popcorn and fries. That's great.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) Endless hors d'oeuvres. Wait, but do you you go to happy hours? You know a lot of places, especially out in... No? Okay. I do, but my
3: – so my favorite happy hour is sort of like 11 to noon. <laughs> um, that's like <laughs> – but that, I don't drink at that time, but my favorite happy hour is drag brunch with coffee.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: That's my idea of happy hour, but I, I never – I mean I will go to happy hour if it's somebody's birthday or if um, like when I was working in more – like group settings and people like, Oh my God, let's you know talk about this at happy hour downstairs. And I would go. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. will do that. But I also don't drink very much outside of meals. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not that interesting. I don't drink beer at all. Yeah. Um, whiskey. It's not always like the appropriate strength to just be kind of, you know, macking on that glass after glass, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I don't, yeah, it. there has to be a purpose for me at a, kind of happy hour that is what people think happy hour is yeah
0: yeah I get it I mean suffice to say I would not know what to like I would not have a special outfit to wear to happy hour you know what
1: Mm -hmm. I mean especially if you need it like a if it was like a cocktail hour happy hour which is Mm -hmm. you know the more we think about it the, the more it's just kind of strange maybe there is that's how people dress to go to the TWA bar. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe that's, I mean, because we can talk a little bit about what Carly Kloss is wearing, because she's wearing a very deep plunging, um, like, blazer, all white to kind of match with the TWA surroundings a little bit. Um, I guess that would be something you could wear.
0: Also, Christian, the top of Christian's head barely hits her shoulder. <laughs>
1: She's so tall. <laughs> I mean, I love it when she's towering over him and she puts her arm on his shoulder and she still has to lean down to do that. <laughs> it's great. But I, I, I kind of love the contrast because they're just, and even in all the ads, like they are it's such, there's such a differential. He's so much shorter than she is. Yeah. I feel like she might be a foot taller than Heidi Klum or something. She's so tall.
0: She is she yeah. is very, very tall.
1: All right, well, let's get into this challenge. So they're in this terminal, which I now want to go to. Um, and it's a two day challenge. The winner gets immunity. And then also I th- uh, let's see. I think I think they reveal a little bit of the prize money, but we'll get into that once we get to the runway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we have the design mixer. We have designer Happy hour where they kind of have to mingle and mix and figure out what's going on. Um, I don't know. So in my notes, I don't have anyone's names because I just don't know anyone. But there's a woman who comes out, describes herself. We figure it out later. She describes herself as Dolly Parton and Betsy Johnson. If They both had a baby. That's yeah. what she would be. That's what her that, designs will look like.
0: That's, what? that's what? Brittany. Brittany. Yeah, who is... 29, I think, mm-hmm. which means that she was born in uh
1: 1990, what? Uh, probably. Uh, no, 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 19... oh, shoot, no. Okay, she's 29. Oh my gosh, I'm just like, how old am I? Yeah, 91. 91, yeah, yeah.
0: So she's not quite the generation to be like named after Britney Spears, but she is like on the on the verge of it yeah <laughs> like we're just going to see a lot of ashleys and uh, this is my thing like so suddenly we're, now these people are the people who are going to be an authority in the world
1: yeah she's she's like, in the in the she's in the generation where there's you know a lot of britney's a lot of tiffany's um ambers. she's it's still that still that
0: amber's yes yep, yep. yeah
1: um we also have someone who is already on Brandon Maxwell's level, though.
3: Oh yeah. Makes what he would
1: say. He it, it, he's someone who, if you were like in three words, just describe your designs, and he goes politically driven design, or politically driven detail. I don't know. Um, but we we kind of have a, a pseudo celebrity in this in this week's cast. And who is that? Do you have that Are name? Are you thinking
0: about Sergio? Sergio,
1: yes. Mr. Sergio, who made a who made a piece that I've seen before for um, Billy Porter.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I actually wrote down what that person said. They said politically driven evening wear.
1: Evening wear. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and so so Sergio made the Billy Porter dress before Christian made a Billy Porter dress. Yes, he did. And is Billy Porter the new Rihanna? Is this the thing now that it's like it's <laughs> going to be the person that people boast about dressing?
1: Well, you know, we no longer have Zach Posen on the show to talk about how great his friend RiRi is. So we need someone else who can be the future of fashion icona, iconic. You know, a fashion iconic person, I- iconic, I guess. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like Billy Porter is sort of like. You know, the person who's for whatever, seems to be mm-hmm. into it, all out for it. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the thing, kind of like the pop avant-garde that Riri, um, uh, I, I guess, still is, used to be and, mm-hmm. and still kind of is. So, yeah. Um, yeah, who, who else do we have? Like, we just have these... Elevator pitches that I kind of wrote down. It seems as if everyone is pretty used to talking about their work, um, mm-hmm. the spe- or selling themselves. I sh- you know should say like their elevator pitches are down.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I I have a note. Um, Alan speaks for two seconds and is already too
1: much. <laughs> Alan is. Um. um
0: Alan is the inventor of Alan-tude. Yes, alan That we start hearing about. Oh, yes,
3: yes, yes, that person. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're,
3: they're, yeah, they're getting the Esther
1: edit this season.
0: Uh, yes, well, Alan we- Gonzalez We're from Houston. From. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's so interesting. There are a lot of people who are from Texas because uh, – I mean, we kind of see who is, so Sergio's from Texas, Brittany's from Texas, and Alan Tude's also from Texas? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's really fascinating. It's like a strong contingency from Texas and also New York. But um, anyway, so people eventually pair up. We do have kind of like an almost thing happening where I think we have Jeffrey Mack, who Mm -hmm. ends up pairing with, I believe her name is Melanie, because they Mm -hmm. find that they have pretty similar aesthetics. I think architectural was a word that was kind of put out there. Um, And Mm -hmm. Jeffrey was going to pair up with Asma, who is uh, Muslim. And I'm not really sure where Asma is from. This is terrible. But they were a pair together. And then they break off because Jeffrey is like, "I'm, I'm sorry, I found someone else who I think works better. And Asma eventually ends up with Jen. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: Osmos from Atlanta.
1: Atlanta. Okay, great. I will have to make notes of all of this. But yeah, so eventually they, they do pair up with their cocktails. And then um, Christian Serrano gives them time to sketch. They get 20 minutes. And they get a pile of model cards that they all are to choose from. And this is the grabbiest that they get. Is just choosing the models, but everyone's super happy <laughs> with who they get. And we learned a little bit about some other designers as well. Cause we have your favorite your new favorite, um, Nailen, who definitely is not going to be on your bracket. So Alan and day young or day young. <laughs> and we get to hear a little about day young and her whole thing is futuristic already. So I'm just like, Oh yeah, she should be set. Right. And so we have the two of them together and then we have Victoria and Veronica which to me was just a name, whole thing where I'm like, oh gosh, I you know really need to, you know, oh my gosh, thank you Naylin <laughs> for sending us the names. Oh, thank you
0: Naylin. So great. Sure.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean <laughs> they have this. So Victoria and, and Veronica we see are are together because they both um, actually. Have Victor- names
0: that start with V.
1: Both have names that start with, starts with V, which is great <laughs> for me. Um, I can definitely not tell y'all apart. Um, and Victoria is, not only does her name start with a V, she's from Nodolva. Um mm-hmm. And she starts off, we get a little bit of her background. She hates, she says, she hates romantic dresses. And she's into kind of edgy things. But to me, her aesthetic from the photos that they montaged up looked very romantic to me. Um, and she's matched up with Veronica, who I think all we know about her so far is that she loves a sleeve. Loves it. Yes. Um, and then we also get a little, uh, a little window into Asma and Jen um, as they pair mm-hmm. up. And Asma is all henna-tatted up. Her hands are covered in it's beautiful henna tats. Um, she has a very edgy feel. And so does Jen, who describes herself as a modern goth. With a pink mohawk. Mm
0: hmm. Ozma's <laughs> uh, first dress that we see, I believe, is actually uh, Pikachu inspired.
1: Ooh! Uh, is it because of the color?
0: <laughs> it's well, it's it's yellow, but if you look at what she's done with the head wrap, it has like two points with like little black
1: tips. Ooh, oh. fun! Yeah, because so. I mean, she's <laughs> even wearing this really bright chartreuse neon dress. Mm-hmm. Um, paired with, I think she's looks like a corset underneath and a jean jacket. And it's just like, she clearly is into these bright colors and um, she says too much. Like, she can be a bit, quote unquote, too much and over the top. She just likes mm-hmm. things. But um, she's also um, we're, I mean, we're getting a lot of women who cover on Project Runway. So I would say mm-hmm. in the iteration of um uh, actually, specifically, like black Muslim designers on the show. I think this is, might be the fourth consecutive season. Mm-hmm. I'm not Possibly, yeah, Renee,
3: Renee was last season. Yeah, Renee was mm-hmm. last
1: season, and we had um, uh, someone else. Well, oh, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, I want to say Ayana from. She was from Utah, from Salt Lake City. Um, but we've had quite a few, and I, I think it's just kind of interesting and and kind of mm-hmm. fascinating as well. Um. Yeah, but any other thoughts on this little time together for them all to sketch and any dun dun duns? Uh,
0: no. I mean, I, we. It's again, it's a little bit hard to tell all of them apart. Some of them are getting <laughs> so much backstory that we feel like they're already going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, little little hard to tell.
1: Yeah. I mean, I want I want it way more backstory to all of them. Because as we know, last year we started off with them showing our their designs, kind of mm-hmm. like their signature looks, or and so we don't have that much of an introduction as to who they are and what they make. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm just I just want those just give me them. Just give me those background images. I just want to see your portfolio. Um anyway, so let's move on to mood. We they're gonna leave the TWA retro terminal and all the way in Queens. (laughs) And they're going to head to mood um, all the way in Manhattan where they meet Christian Siriano once again, just waiting for them. Mm -hmm. They have $400 per team and then they get 45 minutes just to kind of get, get their bearings in mood. So I will only, I will say for this part um, I just wanted to point out, dear dear jeffrey so we have a designer jeffrey who gets into mood apparently is from new york and just loses his shit (laughs) he turns Mm -hmm. bright red and he just i think he must have spun in circles for 30 minutes because Mm -hmm. we meet him it's six minutes left he has nothing nothing is cut and um i believe his partner's melanie who seems to be the only person who's has a an idea of what they need or, or what they might be going for mm-hmm. but yeah i i would say that everyone seems to be okay but um there w- was an extreme with jeffrey who just actually got freaked out by mood mood's not that big mm-hmm. mood's big but it's not it's not that big
0: we do get some for some foreshadowing um but but the most telling moment with Jeffrey is him frantically asking somebody, a mood employee, do you have do you have a black zipper? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I can tell you that mood employee, once they laugh, they're just like, seriously, do do you see this place? There's five stories of things and then there's a building next door with another five stories of things. Of course, we have a black right. zipper, but also you can see that um, Christian Siriano is standing in front of. I think he just hangs out in front of the zipper section. That's where he stands. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. So
1: if you find Christian, you can find your zippers. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> we also we also hear a whole thing about um, uh, fox leather.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a hunt. <laughs>
0: for for yeah there's a
1: fox hunt they're out for fo- for for fox um which is faux leather this is poor victoria right. who's from moldova yeah. who doesn't yeah. like speaking english as much as she has to to be on the show and uh yeah but you know what the thing is i thought she actually was looking for fox skin because knowing mood they probably do have foxes <laughs> mm-hmm. it's that kind of place um yes so yeah yeah Um, And we we also, I think that's pretty much it. We get a little bit more backgrounds of some other people, um, but.
0: We get some, well, we also get some, some consultation about like this fabric has no stretch. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's get a whole lot of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's also like, uh, are you okay with not stretch? Are you okay with not stretch? I'm fine with stretch. I'm I'm fine with not stretch. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Someone is buying a lot of cotton. yes (laughs) no stretch yeah (laughs) um so we do also have some um Siriano quips here and there um because again I think he's sort of making sure that everyone gets their stuff on time but you know you know not without a, a little bit of a jab a little bit of an insult and a little bit of a you know lose that poncho. Someone's wearing a poncho mm-hmm. that Christian Siriano does not like. Um, but I will have to say that with Osma and Jen, there is this moment, there is a look that they exchange between the two of them where I clocked it and I was like, oh, decision problems. Someone in that group mm-hmm. is, that they're not good at making decisions. Like they just kind of made um, some choices without really saying why. And also Jen seems to be the a type of person who doesn't like confrontation, doesn't want to fight, doesn't want to step on anyone's toes, um, and just kind of waits for Asma to say yes or no to certain things. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So they're running, 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 finally gets done. They get their stuff. And then Swatch is ready for them to leave. So they all have to pay for their stuff. <laughs> and then... Um, the camera finds Swatch in a corner and I think Swatch look kind of sad that the camera found them in a corner. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, then we're back to, to the workroom. Um, yeah. So, all right. So let's go back to the workroom, which I'm pretty sure again is in the Navy yard. It's the same extravagant workroom from last year. Lots of windows, just plenty of light. Um, mm-hmm. And some more characters come out. So we're still learning. About the designers, you know, episode one. And uh, looks like we have someone who worked in the house of Dior. Delvin. <laughs> A couturier. <laughs> because he takes out his lab coat that he got from the couturier houses in France. <laughs> um, and his partner is someone named Tyler. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and we also have... Um, Let's see. We, we we get to meet Shavi and Chelsea, like the people who've kind of teamed up, and get a little bit of their concepts. Um, and also we have Day Young and pa- and I uh, should shouldn't say and Alan Tude, um, who have a moment outside with the sunset. Um, mm-hmm. So we're getting a, we're getting a little bit of their characters, a little bit of their personalities as well. And and again, um, this workroom is crazy it's absolutely incredible it's huge it's ginormous and um the views are wonderful Uh, yeah no I just I feel like usually you know when when I used to be at the new school at um uh oh my gosh why am I calling the new school you guys know what I'm talking about
0: it, it was. It was. It was Parsons. part of the new school. Yeah, at Parsons. I'm Parsons. so sorry. Like, why is that yeah. word
1: escaping me? Um, and no, you were right. Yeah. And at the be- but at the beginnings, it was all kind of crunched in, and everyone was sharing a table. And now it's just like they get to spread out. It's very luxurious to look at.
3: Yeah, and there's so it, much light.
0: It must be a nightmare to shoot in, though, when you think about like m- mixing daylight and all of that color and then oh gosh, yeah. all of that interior light yeah
3: but here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking that those that there's a tinted film on those windows
0: mm. oh possibly so i
3: th- i think that because it's it's yes nayland totally because there's no way that they would get those exposures otherwise mm-hmm. and i think i'm not sure if the tint is actually blue or if it's just photographs or was captured as blue Mm -hmm. but yeah and you can tell during this whole segment not this whole segment but that first workroom segment that there's a lot of um i mean every shot is perfectly balanced but they go from warm light to cool light Mm -hmm. and the cool Mm light is closer to the window um so i think there's definitely some kind of film
1: Oh, oh, my gosh. Nice. Yeah, because that's another thing you have to think about, of course, like when you're designing this place, because the the accessory wall is just filled with fluorescent lights. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm pretty sure they put that there, they staged it there so that they could film and so that they could balance out the daylight and that fluorescence and anything coming from the outside. But, oh, my gosh, more I think about it, that's, that's kind of brilliant. Because yeah. it's beautiful. And that's, I mean, again, like the production value on here – I just I just really love how the cameras move around all the designers. I just really love it. Like they get tracking shots, but there have to be like fifty people with steady cams just walking around all day, just surrounding them because it's because another thing is so much fun because they catch so many conversations and are able to, you know, edit them in there. And it's it's I don't know, like I really Mostly I I have very few notes about this first day, but I really enjoyed just kind of watching them because mm-hmm. kind of flow around even day young and Alan's moment going onto the sunset. The, I mean, it was just really beautiful and, and funny. It was stressful. Cause I'm like, don't y'all have work to do. Can you just, why? I don't understand. Like you're Alan's such a distraction. Um, he sees the sunset mm-hmm. and just kind of runs outside with his hat on. But yeah, anyway. Um, Yeah. All right, so this is kind of not the first day. This doesn't count as day one of right. the challenge so,
0: yeah, Christian, in his generosity, has given them a little bit of extra work time, right um on their two day challenge. Yes, yeah. yeah, Brittany's first impulse is to go like um spy on other designers, mm-hmm. and Sergio <laughs> is not having it. <laughs>
1: Which I thought was super mature. I thought that was a very mature yes. thing to say. Sergio is yeah. highly annoying, but I was like, no, yes, S- pay attention to what you're doing. Because um, she was like, oh my yeah. god, there's like a lot of silver. There's so much mm. silver around. He's like, yep, yeah, there's silver. All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciated. I was just like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, anything else y'all noticed? from this initial intro to the workroom. Mm.
0: Shelby and Chelsea seem to be like a good fit.
1: I like them a lot together. They're hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know, and they, so their whole thing is they're they're creating protective elements from um, whatever is going to happen on this planet that they're taking a space trip to. And it kind of uh, reminded me of the season one unconventional challenge can, we, can I mm-hmm. take you all the way back to the very beginning of this entire series um so um that one um challenge where they all had to work in a group and mm-hmm. make a futuristic um make some futuristic outfits out of vintage clothes that they got from a thrift shop oh yeah and then there was that disaster where they were kind of working by themselves but then at the end the thing that pulled it all together was like we're protecting ourselves from the elements and it actually turned out to be pretty good <laughs> <laughs> hmm but for all of that I was like oh well here's the unconventional challenge here um you know we're not we're in the first challenge it's not the un- unconventional challenge like it normally is but to me that was a really nice throwback to season one <laughs> <laughs> all right so we come to the end of our day and it's time as I think did Alan say this to see where we're going to live y'all let's go <laughs> So, yes. So they go to their penthouse and it's yeah, again, they're in a penthouse in Brooklyn mm-hmm. somewhere. Naland, you're good at spotting these things. Do you know where they're living? Um
0: I think that my guess is that it's a place that is in Williamsburg, sort of on the water. I think it is not actually um not all that far from where the studio is okay where the workroom is oh that's um, so great i mean i i think that they I, that's that's my guess okay um but i but i i don't exactly have the the location yet
1: okay all right i will we'll get there i'll check in with you <laughs> next episode because i'm you're yes. you should be on it
0: <laughs> i know i'm just i'm a little bit shocked at i was over in williamsburg um like uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I was flabbergasted by how much building has gone on. Oh man, down close by the water and how it has really changed. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, so
1: um,
0: i I wasn't recognizing everything. all right. Um, all right, well- we do see everybody get surprised by how seltzer bottles work. <laughs> that's like a little fun moment they have
1: (laughs) they can be tricky (laughs) all that carbon you don't know yes (laughs) could turn into a weapon or something it's like they know Mm -hmm. how to open up wine bottles but just like oh my gosh what is (laughs) Mm -hmm. but which is kind of nice for them um but yeah, but this is where we actually get to see them kind of, you know, clink bottles and have their little champagne toast or whatever. And then I mm-hmm. love how Xavi is just, oh, this is great. I would, I always have imagined myself living in a place like this, but you know, not when there are 50 of us. Yeah. Cause <laughs> <laughs> love a penthouse, but <laughs> mm-hmm. when it's just one anyway. So yeah, cause they're packed in there, packed the rafters in those penthouse, I think there's yeah. like six beds per room. <laughs> Or something yeah. it's still new york um not a double story penthouse like they had last year i think <laughs> so yeah anyway so we have the morning of so they you know get oh. some rest oh wait what would i miss
0: so wait i have a question did did um did y'all watch it live i did um i did not so so i don't know if you had this but at this commercial break <laughs> um there was like a big ad For um, uh, 3M um, wall mounting products. Oh, no, I didn't see it with Tim. I saw it with Hester.
1: Oh, really? Me too.
0: Last year.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wait. So it's Hester? Because I saw one with Tim.
0: No, no. I saw saw it with Hester, like, organizing her workroom. Oh, wow. And I I started thinking, like, wow, is this the first time that, like, 3M has had like an out lesbian spokesperson. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh my goodness! Yeah. And I
3: just want to say that I did not see it live. I saw it on Saturday, I think, afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I still was seeing those ads. And I, I was, I, I'm using uh, Roku. Do you have mm-hmm. another?
1: Yeah. Are you
3: all? Are we all on Roku?
1: I'm. Well, I was watching no. on the Bravo app. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: So um, how they're choosing different people for different um, channels.
0: Yeah, make- I watched it on, um, on uh, uh, Android TV.
1: Ooh, okay. Android TV. Whoa. But, you know, I was on, because I was on Twitter also. Um, shout out to both of y'all, because I think I tagged all of you guys in. Um, <laughs> but everyone was talking about the Hester ad and I, I was confused. I might have just kind of clicked off or got distracted, but they were talking about it on Twitter. Um,
3: It's very good. I, I thought it was a great ad because they, I think they did a good job of incorporating the flexibility of the product for the kind of creativity we associate with Hester. Now that we've seen Hester on television. oh, I think that's great. So I enjoyed the ad very much. I was like, oh, this is better than the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you think about with Tim as a spokesperson, she probably works a lot better in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Because with Tim, it's, you know, he's just delivering the lines. And it's like, this is 3M. These are hooks you can use on your wall without messing up your balls. It's like, okay. All right. Mm. Well, also, I'm,
0: I am I'm I would never, I know that Tim's workspace is never, ever as messy as my oh, workspace. My <laughs> <laughs> Like, like so when Tim tells me to clean my room, I'm like, yeah, easy for you.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like, <laughs> I mean, look, it's like, Tim, anyway. look at you. Like, look at you. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. Uh, anyway, um, okay.
1: So, yeah. All right. So we have the commercial break with Hester. And then the designers wake up <laughs> and um, we have a little bit more of a little talk before they head in for. Um, Their full first day in the workroom. Mm -hmm. Um, But, oh, so we get to hear a little bit about Nancy. Um, She calls herself Crazy Nancy. And Mm -hmm. who uh, has just graduated from fashion school. She's been out, she says, for three years. Because they're all, I think, trying to get everyone's bona fides. And I think, is it Sergio who starts this conversation? Like, guys, like, oh, my God. Everyone here is so talented and so experienced experienced and then nancy's like um i think i might be the least experienced one here i've only had three years and they're like what because nancy's <laughs> in her 60s mm-hmm. and they're just like wait she's 64 she's 64 years old and she has been in the corporate world for ages she said and she's the second person who quit their corporate job we have also jen um uh with mm-hmm. the you know Uh, with her pink mohawk also in the corporate world who quit to follow their fashion dreams. And then Nancy went, went back to school and she's been out for three years and she's here. But I would have to say that she seems pretty substantial. Like it doesn't seem as if she's someone who I, you know, is was someone who wanted to offer that. She's like, yeah, no, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I, she kind of seems like she knows what she's doing. So she's fine. So far, that's my first impression. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we, we shall see as the, the pressure builds. So let's head back into the workroom for day one, for the first full day, I should say. And um, yeah, we get a little bit of intro uh, of Jeffrey. He's less red and mm-hmm. more, I guess, a little bit more calmed down. Um, but we learned a little bit about him. Like he's a military brat, and that's what he mm-hmm. saying he's a military brat. That's his thing. And also, it has a little bit to do with their design for this um, for this challenge, um, very much inspired by I th- what was it? I think the is the they're designing for a mother. The jumpsuit's going to be the mother in the military, and she's taking a break. Yeah, and she's taking a little vacation in space, and so she's wearing a jumpsuit. And then I think it's her daughter they're making the, the cocktail happy hour dress for or something, right? Is that the pairing there? I don't really remember. I wrote that down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This yeah. seemed like a really weird answer to the question, where is this woman going? Like a, Cause it's like, two women. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's two of them and it's weirdly, it's complicated in the wrong ways. Yeah, we also get lots of pictures of Jeffrey as a as what seems to be a kind of unhappy club kid. <laughs> oh man,
1: talk about club kid, but just not. Oh, they're so they're kind of like heartbreaking photos of him. It just yeah, he looks amazing, but like tons of earrings, lots of lots of tats, but um, alone, and or in a corner, or just looking really solemn. Mm-hmm in a way, or scared, I don't know it was just like, huh, yeah. when when they ask you when you're cast for these shows, and they ask you for pictures from your childhood this is what Jeffrey offered this is what he gave them, he gave the producers this um, yeah, yeah. And
3: there was that one childhood photo of uh, young Jeffrey on a carousel, on a little carousel horsey
2: mm-hmm. and
3: yeah yeah, and I looked at that picture and I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, it, it like this. Did Jeffrey grow up in a biracial home? Because I wasn't sure if the person next to him was a mom, or oh, yeah. a caretaker, or what. Mm-hmm. But that was probably my favorite photo, aside from the the photo of Jeffrey, where Jeffrey is leaning against a yellow wall with a pink, fluffy, feathery jacket, kind of yeah. sneering, sneering with tongue up to the nose, kind of face. Um yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I actually also wonder, I think that might be his mom. I just assumed it was his mom. Um, me too. Next me to too. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so we learned a little, a little bit more about, um, a few of the other designers, but mostly it's just kind of digging into the group dynamic, the pair of people, um, because we have a little bit of a controversy called organza gate or what I've dubbed organza gate <laughs> looks like Ellen left some fabric at mood. That's what it is <laughs> because, <laughs> okay. Cause I, I, I think I tried to understand what actually happened. He was at mood complaining about fabric that his partner day young got. I think she right. pulled some chiffon. And he looked at it and was like, oh my God, I hope she didn't choose his fabric. Oh my God, chiffon. And somehow walked off without getting his fabric, which was the organza, right. which was, according to him, like everything he needed. <laughs> he just walked off without his fabric. So, yeah. 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 Um, we also have a little talk between Dr. Couture and Xavi. Um, Dr. Couture, a.k.a. Delvin. I will learn their names. So Delvin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just trying to get to know each other. It's because we have Dr. Couture Delvin with his lab coat on and he's been to France and, you know, worked at House of Dior, blah, blah, blah. But he, you know, has a, has a side of him where he was like, yeah, no, I think my, I, I think they're talking about ideal models or, or the woman who would be wearing his clothes would be a half cyborg who's missing a leg and kind of had like this was a half, half humanoid body like,
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: um Xavi is weirded out i think Xavi is convinced that dr couture might be a like a like an undercover serial killer or something <laughs> i just i just saw layers i was like god dr couture has layers this mm-hmm. is yeah. it, this is hilarious yeah <laughs> Um, we also have Victoria breaking Dae ruler.
0: <laughs> that is that's an amazing moment. <laughs> <laughs> that that I love. I mean, so she, just like because
1: they're on the floor, and I don't know how she breaks it, but it breaks in half, and then we just hear her go. Ah! And she just kind of well, screams.
0: <laughs> well, it's one of those fold-out wooden rulers extendable rulers that mm-hmm. that is that's made of wood
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she and she tries to sort of bend it <laughs> the way that it doesn't bend and it just snaps it ha- <laughs>
3: yeah i think i think she was treating it like a measuring tape the yeah, the yeah. Initial, yeah. uh flexi bendy measuring tapes that um
1: people who knit I mean, people who sew use yeah <laughs> right. or a plastic
0: right? yeah or a plastic ruler or something like that but <laughs> Just no like, we that, that.
1: have we have dying and i'm hoping i'm pronouncing her name correctly but who's who we will find out later is super meticulous very precise probably would never ever use like a like a bindi or one of those more flexible kind of rulers that roll up into little like ribbons like It seems like that's her type of ruler where she needs to be super precise in a rigid straight edge and uh, she let Osma use it and uh, then Osma let Victoria use it and uh, yeah, she broke yeah. it.
0: Yeah, My favorite is the maybe we can tape it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Asma is like maybe we can tape it back together.
1: <laughs> because she's like, oh my gosh, maybe if we do that, then she won't know. Let's use clear tape.
0: yeah it's like yeah because that won't affect how it measures at all
1: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) now just throw it in the trash it's done for get her a new one Mm -hmm. keep the receipts um all right so now it is time for christian to roll out we get some talky time with christian Mm -hmm. and we start off this with i think i believe but correct me if I'm wrong. I, I have here Sergio and Austin. I mean, Sergio from Austin and Brittany from Austin. I'm sorry, this is how I'm remembering their names. I call them Sergio from Austin. We have Sergio and Brittany who were the first one up. And um, it's interesting. Like I, so this is where I started tuning in live um, via Twitter and I think people were already hating on Sergio. And from this <laughs> interaction, um, I thought it was totally fine until we had the cutaway to his talking head. Um, so Christian's trying to give them some feedback about, you know, I, I guess the only element they have to connect everything is huge sleeves and these elongated bodices or, you know, things like that. So he suggests that they just play around with the lengths of things. if um, for some reason they cut away and Sergio is, I, I don't know why, but he's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't think Christian Siriano understands just how advanced I am as a designer. Like I was the first to design for Billy Porter. Does he not know my name? Why is he telling me things? Why is he suggesting things? Um, I don't know what your thoughts were about this very controversial interaction. Um, I would say controversial in the world of Twitter because people went off <laughs> after that.
3: Yeah, my immediate immediate reaction was, don't blame it on the edit. You said Mm -hmm.
2: it, (laughs) you
3: know. But but that person did Sergio uh, did come across as sort of unable to take criticism, which is not something that's enjoyable to watch. Or it's hard for me to cheer for that kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I it felt like too early for me. Like I just can't. I don't. I, I, it's like I don't know. I I haven't seen enough of how these people react to anything for me to be able to, like, have any real context for their reactions.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So
0: and so it just felt like eh, whatever. Yeah. That's why what I was yeah. wondering
1: if it was cut in. You know, actually, this makes me think. If it if this was cut in or his whole little, like simple remark. Is from something that happens later because he seemed to be okay with me I'm, from looking at their interaction. He seemed respectful and was like, okay, or I will take into account your changes and, mm-hmm. you know, but we'll see. We'll see. I wasn't as perturbed by this, um, but I was surprised by the talking head afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So next we have Asma and Jen. mhm how how was this for y'all? Naylon, you made a sound. <laughs> I
0: mean, this is already a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like like the two of them have got stuff going on that has seems to bear no relationship to each other. Mhm. And um and it's uh and and they seem really like adjacent but utterly disconnected yep and their ideas for fixing things are not design ideas it's like maybe if I sew this glittery thing on top of the thing that I'm already doing Mm -hmm. it will be you know it will be different
1: yeah yeah and it's also kind of frustrating with Asma because she knows that she's into doing too much but there's nothing wrong with that like that's that's what you do. That's what, what's, that's what the thing is. But yeah, their dynamic is almost as if they're just afraid of communicating with each other mm-hmm. who they are and what they want to do. It's almost like, I don't, I'm not really sure. I couldn't really read Jen, but it almost seemed as if she was like, I don't want to make you mad, but I'm thinking these things, but I'm not going to say exactly what it is I want to do. But also a part mm-hmm. of it where they're just so nervous because it's, it's episode one. Everyone is nervous. And Mm -hmm. I think that neither of them have a particularly strong personality in that sense, where they're just like, this is something I feel very, very keenly about. Mm -hmm. So,
3: yeah, I I think these are two people who are very used to work, working um, according to their own rhythms and aren't necessarily maybe don't have a lot of experience communicating what those rhythms are to somebody else. And I also can't help but Consider how maybe both of these two contestants are not, um, are just getting used to having cameras in their faces all the time. Mm, yeah. And are probably, you know, are really careful about what they're saying and how. Um, I was actually really excited by what Asma was doing at this point. I was like, look at those glitzy boots that, <laughs> that I, of course, love but would never wear, but I still love them. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. And, I was really excited by what could happen here, but I completely saw what Nayland pointed out: just how are they going to work together? Yeah, was obvious here that that wasn't happening, and I was sort of wondering how are they going to get over this, and that was interesting to me how to get over that, but we never got to see it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Mm Yeah. I don't think.
1: I don't think. Um. Yeah. No. No. I totally agree. All right, so then Christian rolls over to terrorize Jeffrey and Melanie. Mm -hmm. And so this is, the again, the military family, I guess, going to space. And uh, (laughs) what we have here, Christian comes over, and then Jeffrey just kind of pumps up again, turns bright red again, and then rolls over his mannequin with a full-on muslin on it. And (laughs) Siriano's like, oh, whoa, you don't have time for this. But he has made an entire (laughs) outfit already. In muslin. Yeah. And it looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It looks so good. But um but it's it is terrifying because it is it's a two day challenge, but still this is the first episode. Um and Jeffrey does, you know, kind of come back at Siriano and says, Well, no no no, now that I've had it on in muslin, I can go full force into sewing. And we all remember our issue last year with what's his face, who would only work in muslin first and then you know, f- go full steam ahead in something that was very misshapen and terribly sewn, um, mm-hmm. and so I, I was not, I was not a believer because I don't know Jeffrey, and he's bright red yet again, right? So, yeah, what are y'all thoughts or any, any reactions to this interaction with Christian?
3: I mean, by this point, or maybe it was just slightly yeah, I- Space, spacesuit. Okay. You know, so when I when I looked at this one, I thought when I looked at Jeffrey's, I was like, oh, okay, maybe this could be an interesting challenge after all, because I was not all that delighted with the idea of well, with the challenge a challenge for space being about a spacesuit. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't. I'm like, yes, we expect that already from gravity. So now what? But when I saw his, I was like, okay okay, maybe, maybe this can be more interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that, um, uh, he's, uh, definitely in better shape than his partner is.
1: Oh way. And yeah. I mean, a part of that was, I, you know, serious Christian told her, these look so heavy. He used the word "heavy," which I disagreed with. I, I just didn't. I'm, I didn't know where he was coming from because she was using a very light fabric, and maybe heavy because Jeffries was looked more tailored. But when he said that to her, she didn't really disagree. She didn't say anything in return, and it, it, to me, it was kind of a red flag, in a in a way where she just too easily or too readily absorbed Christian's feedback. Um, again, first episode, I get it. Everyone's nervous, but she didn't really offer any explanation as to what she was going for.
0: Yeah. So. Well, she's also making something that's not all that different from what she's wearing.
1: Oh, which, really? Wait.
0: You know, she's that. doing the thing that, that um, people do when they use the term architectural, which is that basically <laughs> I sew a lot of rectangles together. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and like uh, arches, I make arches yeah. and and squares. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. As as if as if Antonio Gaudi was not an architect.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's you
0: know it's it's yeah. this thing that's about supposedly simple,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and and refined, but often is just kind of blocky. Anyway. Yeah. I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm not much impressed with her
1: yeah I mean and the colors didn't help you know they were quite sad yeah like her her color brown um, I mean we'll get we'll get into it later but I just was like oh
0: I think that's what he means by heavy
1: oh okay okay
0: in a way yes it's like that that color palette oh, like is... dour
1: yeah yeah, yeah kind of serious in a in a sad way yeah All right Okay, and then we head over to Da Young and Organzagate, A.K.A. Allen, mm-hmm. and he gives a whole. We do saga. get a,
0: we do get a peek at Marquise, who and those of you on um, harness watch, um, so <laughs> far Marquise is the only person, the only designer who has shown up in a harness this season. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey is just to keep it clear is wearing something that you might mistake for a harness, but is actually a holster.
1: Oh, thank, thank you for clarifying. because I, I was gonna say, I, like, yeah. what about? Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank I, you for clearing that up, I, Nayland.
2: Don't public, get it twisted. <laughs> yes,
3: I actually really appreciate that because in public in daylight, when you wear something like that, I'm like, oh, without billowy stuff, <laughs> I don't get it. Like if it's not being used to hold like in public in daylight, you know, if it's not being used mm-hmm. to like hold down some kind of billowy fabric, I'm totally confused about why people are wearing it.
0: But <laughs> you know, whatever. it's, it, it is, um, it's, it's this thing that it's like leather adjacent. So mm-hmm. people who, people who want to let you know that they're like, they're sexy and a little bit tough, mm-hmm. you know, will will wear a harness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like as people get a little bit more comfortable, we'll see more harnesses. It happens every season. <laughs> it's been happening. It's like shortcut to edgy. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, we 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 gather around young and Alan a little bit. Um, I didn't really write down much about this because, you know, they moved on from not having – Organza to just using the brocade fabric that um, that has been uh, wearing. So both of them are going to use pretty much the same fabric, Um, just different silhouettes. One's gonna make a jumpsuit, and then Alan's gonna make a fit and flare. No problem. Right. Right.
0: Right. I just got. I I just um, made note of the fact that Alan says um, it got left at Mood. Oh
2: God. As (laughs) if.
0: as if that pesky organza like <sighs> popped out of his bag. Wow. And you... ran away.
3: Alan was told. Didn't somebody say, oh, your partner left is here for you? Yeah. Alan was yeah, yeah. told. So I. Uh, this was so frustrating. Yeah. I, I, I looked at this and I thought, oh my goodness, grow up. Yeah. Like, what?
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think a lot Sorry. of things happen in Alan's life that were Probably made clear to him and for him, and then, you know, the sunset, and he had to run towards it, and and look at it, and then forgot exactly yeah. ex- what he was supposed to have done before, but then was like, oh yeah, that thing did not get done. You know, he's not gonna yeah, take and then responsibility want to
3: cry but have no time to
0: yeah. cry. Okay, <laughs> I'm also a little bit distressed with men who are so quick to use the words tea and um uh the b the b word which i have a really hard time (laughs) yeah
1: he's kind of like a walking meme or 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 walking around and he speaks in memes so yeah that's that's what i've been seeing he's already said quite a few things it's so funny like even going on twitter like i i i love his memes but that's i love him in memes that's that's about it so far yeah
0: Alan Tude is does not work for me. I would rather I would go with Sergio on any day of the week. <laughs> over. Over out,
1: Anyway, all right. Um getting some bracket previews. All right, so we have next <laughs> Victoria and Veronica. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who is adventurous or I guess that's how they're describing her. They're their, um, their woman is adventurous and um adventurous I Mm -hmm. and there is this whole thing with I I don't even I didn't really work out exactly what she was trying to say but um I came out with orcaholic and it sounded like orkaholic but she was trying to say workaholic Uh,
0: she's she wants to say that she's a workaholic yeah but I'm like sounded like an alcoholic
1: (laughs) it sounded like alcoholic but I'm I was like you know what an orcaholic sounds pretty futuristic, <laughs> or some type of space age thing. I would have, I would have gone for that. I'm like, yeah, no, she's an orcaholic. It doesn't exist. We just made it up, <laughs> and explains, you know, what they might be into on Europa or something, or some other moon on of uh, Jupiter. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, but I also thought it was interesting because Victoria's Moldovan and she's um really struggling with English. So she comes off as bossy to Christian because she just hands over the reins to Veronica because she's like, no, you talk to him. But then she also gets distracted by Sergio and wants to tell him he's great and do all that and she forgets that there's a crowd mm-hmm. happening. So it's like a lot happening with this interaction that's just like, oh, gosh, what is going to, what is your time on this show going to be like should you make it to the next episode? Hmm um indeed yeah yeah um yeah i feel like with this interaction what's what's funny in terms of getting used to christian as a mentor he he his i wrote down the quote um are you sold on these fabrics because that's a way of him saying (laughs) i hate this they're not working but he's not Mm going to tell you to take them off he's just going to passive-aggressively shade your fabrics So, so, yeah. Well,
3: I thought that was actually an effective way of introducing doubt into something, into a situation where the person didn't even seem that convinced anyway. So -hmm. I thought that was a good way to ground, like, to get the person to think, how do you, are you really committed to this or what?
1: Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really annoys me. It irks me. But you're (laughs) right. You're right. Because. His um what he says to them is is, you know, that passive aggressive thing. But they're just like, Oh my God, look what happens when we put this little flouncy thing next to your terrible looking faux fabric, faux leather thing. <laughs> and it you know, it's it <laughs> inspires them. They're they're fine with it. For me, I would be incredibly annoyed. I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean are am I sold on these fabrics? I bought them. I actually bought these yeah. fabrics, so I am sold on them anyway. Right. Yeah, right, 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 yeah.
0: I, I do sure. also love him being like, "Really, you're gonna just wander off, like, while I'm standing here <laughs> doing the curve with you, like."
1: <laughs> and then he referred okay, to her because he was like, "This is what we're doing now." And he goes, "Bring your little friend over," because he, she hadn't even brought <laughs> over her clothes. And he's like, yeah. what do you, what do you think we're?" I and he's like, "I'm very busy. I have things to do today. Like, I'm Christian Ziriano I'm only here for four hours, so I can go into my own atelier uptown." Like come on. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Yeah, my Uber's waiting. My Uber's waiting. <laughs> hurry up. Mm-hmm. Or his boat. He takes a boat to Manhattan.
0: Right. <laughs> They're
1: on Which the water. is like,
0: <laughs> like fair enough. I have been in some studio visits where I've been like, really, this is how you want to spend this time? Yes. <laughs> okay. If you, if, if you, if if that's the way you feel about it, it's yep. your dime. You know.
1: Yep. 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 All right. So that's the end of day one with these people. And um, I believe that we have like a very, very brief moment. um, Another kind of dun, dun, dun moment with Asma and Jen. uh, Where they're just, Mm -hmm. I think Asma attempted to voice her feelings or to communicate what it is that she was trying to do. And Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't go anywhere, seemingly so. And it's, uh, man, end of day one for Ozma and Jen. Anyway. All right, just pointing yeah. that out, just, you know, letting, just kind of reminding <laughs> you, I feel like this was sort of another foreshadowing moment. But anyway, so we we um, head back to the morning of. They're in their penthouse. Um, they kind of just, I don't know, they breakfast there. I'm just going right back to the workroom because they wake up super early. It's 7.45. <laughs> And then they're back in the workroom and yes. so start and of day two. Evidently these, no, the, go ahead.
0: Evidently, these folks know how to like clean breakfast dishes and things like that. We don't get any of the, oh no, like <laughs> boys are disgusting thing that we had last season.
1: You know what? Right, right. They have apparently breakfast pizza in the fridge. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that they got them all like microwavable things where you don't need plates and dishes and <laughs> forks and knives. You know? <laughs> so no one gets into a fight. No one has to be, you know, like, like parented down. Like, listen, guys, where's your home training? So, yeah. Um, so let's jump to the back to the workroom and it is model fitting time. And so the mm-hmm. models come through and we have a lot of, Returnees, some all-stars from last season. Um, mm-hmm. And we also have, so we have like Asia's back. And then we also are introduced to, oh gosh, I didn't write down their name, but we have, um, I think our first gender neutral model on the show. And right. they're paired up with Tyler. And this is the first time I think we're hearing from Tyler. The, uh, the, the first time we're hearing from Tyler and Tyler's own voice, because we, I, I know Christian refers to Tyler as Poncho. Um, he was, he, Christian does not like Tyler's poncho. Um, and so, yeah, so we have, um, Tyler's model, we get to meet them and we also have, uh, oh my gosh. Okay. I, no, go ahead.
0: I have a little bit of a beef about this,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which is that we hear, um, you know, um, we hear Tyler, um, asking this model's pronouns. Mm -hmm what their preferred pronouns are and we get they, them. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, the point of this is that everybody should be asked their pronouns.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Like the point of this is not, is not that there are certain special people who want to be thought of as, um, as having access to gender neutrality. The fact is that, um, that we do not know what a person's gender identification is by looking at them. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. polite thing to do in society is to ask them what their preferred pronouns are.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and all so,
0: of them. All of
3: them, right. All of them.
1: All, yeah,
0: all yes. of them. Yes. And, and so that's like, it's one of these places where it's like, okay, here's a, here's a supposedly progressive step forward. But it's a little bit the way that they uh, treated um, full figure models mm-hmm. in previous um, in previous seasons. I think as this sort of like stand-in for an issue where they want to get like kind of progressive points, mm-hmm. but they haven't really like thought about the implications of what it is that they're that they're doing. You know things yeah. like as is is project runway still cruelty free like we had like a nod towards cruelty free um you know fabric use in earlier seasons Mm -hmm. um and has that sort of just disappeared as we as we go forward there's like this you know it's just this it was this moment that like the first time i watched it through i was like oh yeah that's nice and then the second time i was like wait a minute (laughs) like all they would have to do is have another designer ask one of the other um, models Mm -hmm. what their preferred pronouns were and that would have been fine.
1: Yes. Yeah. Or even had them on uh, the model cards, like on their comp cards, Mm -hmm. what their um, Mm -hmm. preferred pronouns are. Yeah. 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 Nope. Good point. Um, Because we also, we do have a smattering of, plus size models it's gotten to the point where i i'm not really sh- sure i think this might be the third or fourth season where we have plus size models on the show and they're not referred to at all there is no issue mm-hmm. in on this entire mm-hmm. episode about fitting a woman who is curvier or a body that has more proportions or has to you know, be taken to account of a bust or hips or whatever mm-hmm. um it's this is the first time or they've cut those out, you know. They've made those editing choices to not put that into the into the show. So I thought it was really interesting there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, we also
0: hear about Tyler's drag persona.
1: Yeah, kimono.
0: Which is <laughs> yeah, mm, not a good drag name. Whoa,
1: because it's short for Kimberly short, Onassis.
0: Short- I know. Still not a good drag name. No. It's
3: <laughs> it's re- <laughs> okay, Mo, no. I agree, Nayland. I agree.
2: <laughs> you
3: know.
1: Can you come up for a better one for Taylor that involves ponchos? No. Oh. Because they really love ponchos. <laughs> I don't know.
3: I like I like Cutesy drag names like Taylor Tot or something like that. I don't like referencing uh, like some kind of clothing or yeah. drag name. It's it's
1: never yeah. like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, I- yeah, but I mean, who knows? Maybe Tyler will unfurl a little bit more as we progress into this. Mm-hmm. Show. Learn a little bit more about kimono, A.K.A. Kimberly Onassis. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but we move on to. A, a few of the designers who are having really great, um, great fit sessions with their models. Um, almost everybody. We we do have some issues with Osma whose dress <laughs> who is, is too tight. <laughs> I mean, she just somehow had some instincts to add two inches of, I guess, Some room, which is a lot when you're making a garment and you think you have the proportions, you think you have their measurements and you add on two inches just for alterations. But unfortunately, the dress is still tight on her model. Mm -hmm. But also, did you catch Christian's face when he sees the model walking and he had this devious looking smile? (laughs) That bothered yeah. me. It was almost like, seriously, I feel like it's kind of mean, Christian. He's like, mm-hmm, see, too tight. Can't walk in it. You see it? <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm like, Christian, seriously, the past regression, I get it. But also that moment, she seemed okay. It seemed all right. But, but Christian looked a little too happy about it because he probably told her, you need to put three inches in there. And she's like, no, Christian, I'm going to put two inches of give. And he goes, no, three. And then he sees it and he's like, I was right. I'm pretty sure that happened in the background somewhere. But yeah, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we have, um, we come, we've come to the end of our model fitting the models leave and Christian rolls on out. And, uh, unfortunately we have someone who starts to spiral. Dying, um, has a bit of a moment because the fit on her garment was so bad. And again, She's such a meticulous and perfectionist, perfectionistic designer. Um, This really throws her for a loop. And she kind of like goes down this shame spiral that is just kind of hard to watch. Um, Alan, Alan too, tries to be a little bit supportive, but he gets distracted by macarons.
0: That, yes, I wrote down, Alan's idea of support is running off to eat macarons.
1: <laughs> just, I mean, can't you just focus for her feelings? <laughs> you dragged her to see a sunset. You spoke to her in Spanish, which is probably why she's spiraling right now. You reminded her of her husband, who speaks Spanish, and here yeah. we are. Because to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, Spanish, sunsets, macarons. Like, he just can't, mm-hmm. like he's the worst partner for her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, macaroons are total Alan-tude
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> That moment I've though Was hilarious there. Wait, what'd I've you say?
3: I was going to say that I've never had one So I was like, how magical Can they possibly be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're very sweet uh, Okay,
0: they're overrated <laughs> They
1: are, I. oh my goodness I agree, I thought I was going to say something Controversial amongst us all No no, I don't like no, them they
0: yeah they're um they're basically a little bit of um uh like densely flavored cream in between two um wafers two, well they're, they're they not like really wafers they're really
1: they're meringue yeah the meringues yeah
0: you know there's a slightly too they're a slightly toothier meringue so they're not as dry as some meringues are but Okay. So that is, um, I, I never enjoy that. And, mm. uh, um, but the fact that they will take a lot of different flavors is I think the thing that makes people go nuts for them.
1: Yeah. I not see. they're French and expensive. They're pretty hard to make, but, yeah. oh man, I hate the texture. I think they're just, you know, but also yeah. how fancy is the craft service table getting <laughs> on the center project? Yeah. Runway? Right these, these yeah, are expensive, they're expensive little cookies, and you know they've they've really upped their production value. They've got like really great lighting, and then now the craft service table is macaroons, macarons, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway,
0: All Stars was lucky to get like romaine <laughs> and a falafel. <waffle. laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, we get deli meats and romaine lettuce. Oh, so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, don't throw away that mustard. I, I won that mustard packet. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh gosh. Oh, okay. Season well, four
0: start was like a, a an exercise in austerity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh gosh. This is truly bravo. Oh shoot, two point bravo. I need to get my own pun right whenever I decide to use it. Anyway, um <laughs> All right. So we have the end of that day uh, with with some of the designers in really good circumstances and some not because this is officially the end of day two. They've had two full days and then yet another day for to get not another day, another some more time to get ready for the runway. All right. Mm -hmm. So here we are the day of. And people are running around and people are, do, are making decisions that they need to make to scrap things and to just make it work at the very last minute. Um, uh, I think one of the very first kind of um, triage moments is Jen, um, who decides not to put sleeves on her, whatever she was going to make. And Siriano is spiraling along with her. It's like, what? Sleeve? No sleeve? You've got two hours. You can do a Sleeve? Um, and mm-hmm. clearly, clearly she's melting down and he's just like, "Oh, can your teammate help you? And Ozma is also melting down as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only person who's truly done is Dr. Couturier, mm-hmm. Delvin, who takes off his lab coat and um, commits the ultimate sin of lounging on the chaise with a snack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Siriano flips out. <laughs> yes. These are my favorite parts. I love these.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and last year this did not serve any kind of break was not meaning breaks are not taken to very kindly by by Christian Syriano. If you remember last season with oh my god, this person was on my bracket. I forget their name right now, but
1: I wanna say Jason, who I really like.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> um I think this person might have been Syrian. The Syrian oh yeah,
1: um yeah, they it's... had a they
3: had a food break, and Christian was like, "Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> food is Tic yeah. so Tacs. Get, get over there, you know." Kind of mm-hmm. like, very <laughs> no time for reflection or recharging. Must be at full throttle neur- neur- neurotic uh, potential at all times. Mm-hmm. You know? So he does not take kindly to little
0: breaks. Right. <laughs> nope. Nope. So I will. I mean, I it I. I agree that, um, and I can't believe I'm, I'm, uh, I I want to, what's about to happen? Say it again. um, No.
2: Yeah. I can't remember.
0: I can't remember what his name was, but I will say that, um, he, he definitely had problems that he could have like fit. Like he took breaks when he shouldn't have. Yes. But also I will say like nothing makes, nothing makes a neurotic, skinny person angrier than a large person enjoying themselves.
3: Oh good point, Hayley. Good <laughs> like, point. Like,
0: like and and I'm kind of all there for it. I'm like, yep. Yes. I'm fat and relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I feel, feel like both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing nothing will nothing like freaks them out more.
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh, but again, man, I love it. It, it also comes down to control of craft, you know, and I think yeah. in in these shows, you have people that are still. Con- not everybody in this show or in this series is in full control of every aspect of their craft, right? There's going to be one aspect that they're going to be stronger at and others that they'll not be as strong. So I think that also plays into it. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, um, I, yeah, totally agree.
3: Which is why I think, which is why I think breaks are necessary. Like, take a moment, reassess, feed the body, re- reposition how to approach it, and then get back to work. But no,
0: yeah. And
3: that's another thing. Well,
0: like, that's not. No, go not ahead. tell good television.
3: That's true. That's true.
0: <laughs> that that's the that's really the thing is that it's like all of this relaxation is not photogenic.
1: No, nope. not like, even on a nice green velvet chaise. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's photogenic, but, <laughs> but it does serve his little storyline well because Dr. Couturier, I am so curious because he has, you know, like he, he's super confident. He, we see him, there's a clip of him going, I'm done. And then he walks over to the chaise. He grabs a little kudos mm-hmm. bar and he sits back and relaxes and starts chewing on his snack. And so I'm just like, yeah, no, I I I feel like, this is gonna be a thing i'm I hope it's a thing because it was one of my favorite scenes of this episode <laughs> Isn't it? um okay, so we have other people who are not in such great um such a great place who are just kind of rushing to the end. We have Da Young who is just super embarrassed about how terrible her work looks, and to me, it doesn't look that bad that bad at, at the moment, but um she's continuing to str- to to spiral. Um, We head to Tresemme and the Maybelline studios for hair and makeup. And then we also have, again, a feature of of this new um, version of Project Runway is backstage time. (laughs) Where they're ironing. Um, I think here, isn't Jeffrey, is he holstering and unholstering? Or is he harnessing and unharnessing? He was trying to fix his wardrobe. Did anyone catch that? (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, I not I I wasn't sure what was going on there. Yeah, but also it's it's. Um, I was like, okay, so we've abandoned the idea that there are personalities in hair and makeup at this point.
1: Yep. No, no one matters.
0: <laughs> you know. Um, no. I do shout out to Scott Patrick. Yep. AKA porn stash. <laughs> I still follow you on. <laughs> still follow you on, uh, on Instagram. You, Aww. you adorable little morsel. You.
1: Yeah, no, I think, I think, um, he's still probably left somewhere on lifetime somewhere, or maybe, maybe we'll see him again on Tim and Heidi's new show. Who knows? I would, I would like to think that mm. some of them might come back, but you follow him on Instagram. So, you know, better, um, mm-hmm. than I do. I mean, if he's in, if he was in Paris or Japan, then he probably was on that show. Those are clues. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So, are you guys ready for the runway? Mm-hmm. All right. So it's cheat sheet time. So, listeners, this is my little prompt to you: is to click on the link in your show notes, and it will bring up um, our cheat sheet for this episode. And uh, since it's a pair. We have them in runway order, and they're all paired up in in, um, in their pairs that they uh, in in the order that they run or walk down the runway. Um, okay, we also have our normal regular smegular judges. No one is a guest. We don't have any um, people from TWA. No one dropping in. We don't have any from Louis Vuitton here. We have our um, beloved Nina Garcia beloved Elaine Roth and our beloved Brandon Maxwell, along with Carly Kloss. So yeah, we also get a rehash of the prizes. And I just want to point out that this season, the winner definitely goes to fashion week. That wasn't the deal last season, but this season is back. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus $50,000, a feature in L and then the mentorship with the Council of Fashion Designers of America, which I kind of looked out at the crowd. I'm like, there's, there might be a winner who doesn't want that mentorship because they'll probably feel a little bit insulted, <laughs> the mentorship. Um, and also the fan-fave look will be manufactured by 19th Amendment and sold on bravotv.com. So this is one of the, um, the flash sale challenge as well, which they didn't really explain um, so mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that they left it all the way to the end, or just to explain what it is, because that's going to be a feature uh, moving forward, I guess. But you guys, there's another feature. Do you guys know what what I left out?
0: Or- um, uh, are you are you talking about the thing that Carly teases?
1: Mm-hmm. I think. Like
0: it's. Like it's going to, like they're going to have to do a third garment or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: She says, before the commercial break, we get a, and uh, there's one more thing. We decided to change it up this year.
1: Because I thought, ooh, oh my gosh, everyone, double elimination every single episode or. um, (laughs) Yeah. Wait, so the the winner um, actually gets to dunk the loser in a giant vat (laughs) of you know run off water from a fabric mm. factory store or something like that just something really intense but what was it
0: <laughs> do you want to say
1: pathesia oh no or... yeah Patricia, do you do you know the clue uh oh did we lose you i think we might have lost pathesia uh oh oh no
3: i'm here i'm here sorry i accidentally pressed mute oh no okay oh, good oh okay <laughs> But don't worry, I haven't been saying anything. Okay. Can't before... No, go ahead, you say it because I don't remember.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, we get this the shocking invention of the Christian Siriano say.
1: Oh, that's right. Gasp. That's right. It's that's a right. totally new brand new thing. <laughs> and it's you know it's just it's an alliteration you know siriano save it just oh it's just perfect yeah. makes no makes so much sense it's innovation this whole thing is about innovation collaboration and the siriano save wow wow yeah so impressive but,
0: which is which is just proof that um that uh you cannot legally copyright the word save <laughs> uh, otherwise otherwise tim gunn would own that exactly so, uh, yeah.
1: So, it so. L- so any listeners who are not familiar with the history of Project Runway um, before Christian Siriano and Carly Kloss. so back in the olden days with Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum, I would say perhaps around episode or season six or seven, they introduced the Tim Gunn save. Oh no no, no, I ex- actually know the history of this. Why am I playing around as if I don't know? So, season 11, <laughs> um mm-hmm. 11 or 12, um there was a controversy with the eventual winner of that season. Tim Gunn fought to keep that designer on the show. It had never happened before. It was one of the very late um late challenges in the season, um and they kept her on, Michelle. So, mm-hmm. It was, go back and watch a season if you haven't seen it. It was very dramatic. And you can kind of tell that the production people had not planned on having um, four designers go into that last round of challenges. But Michelle, he advocated so strongly for her. Um, and she ended up winning the entire show. And then the next season, they made the Tim Gunn save a thing. Because they're like, we if we hadn't listened to Tim, then we would have eliminated someone who was a potential winner. And I would say one of my favorite runway shows at fashion week of all the seasons of project runway. Um, She was, she's top three for me. So yeah, so that's, that's a feature, but has Siriano earned that? I don't think so.
2: Mm -hmm. So I'm not
1: really sure why they're um, putting that in as a feature because nothing like that happened from last season that I can remember that was so memorable and controversial, where they, mm-hmm. you know, were just kind of left to the the um, the challenge rules and just had to eliminate some someone who was worthy of being there. So I I don't know. Anyway, it just seems like a gimmick to me.
3: Yes, but I would say that as a former contestant and winner, he has earned it. Mm-hmm. I just hope I just hope that I. Did not like how it was presented because I'm like, oh yeah, the Tim Gunn save. Like, okay. Mm I wish they had said something like, I I wish they had contextualized how the save, I I don't know, just had power a little bit more, which they did not.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing that will be distinct about this one is that it will be accompanied by a monologue from Christian about, like, you know, in my season, we didn't have anybody come and save us. (laughs) We right. have to save ourselves, but I'm going to save you.
3: <laughs> so be grateful. Listen to my speech.
1: Don't and then, wander off. <laughs> and then, if they're doing bags, like you know, I wasted my save on you. Seriously, you're going to use that fabric and embarrass me. I put my neck out for you, and it's just going to. Whoever gets saved by Siriano, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. they're going to rue the day. They're going to regret it. Or maybe Mm-mm. not. Maybe it's gonna be super pleasant and, and really great. You know, I'm open. All right. <laughs> so let's get to the runway.
0: Degression <laughs> is our business.
1: Yay. Um can't <laughs> help it, guys. The history of the show yeah. is so deep. Yeah. All right. Okay. This so is the
0: stuff you in
1: exactly. <laughs> These are the details that y'all love.
3: <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's get a move on, and let's get to the cheat sheet. And um, we have our first pair, and it's Brittany and Sergio. Um, yeah, so they start the show, and I think with Brittany's jumpsuit, it's a pretty strong. Start coming out of yeah. what looked like the Death Star to me. Like the backdrop was interesting, and kind of like this retro star wars futuristic type deal. Um, so kind of so perfect.
0: Much fog.
1: Hmm.
0: So much fog and so many lights shining in the camera. I was like, what is the point of this?
1: They love it. They love is the this, fog. Is
0: this is like the beginning of like or the the end of close encounters when people are like arriving. <laughs> and they're, yes. then they're all like completely <laughs> backlit. How are we supposed to see these clothes?
1: Exactly. No, they love it. I mean, it's it's um, usually kind of hard. Again, you know, we're photo-based people. I always think about how much of a nightmare it is to shoot these models coming down the runway. So I'm just so grateful for the images that they have on Bravo because with all those lights anywhere, you can't really work a lot of angles because you're just shooting straight into the strobes or straight into whatever tracking lights they have on here. Um, but yeah, anyway, so... Let's talk about the clothes. What are y'all thoughts on this?
0: Um, I think they look good. You know? I mean, these are... these are fine. Yeah. Fine, fine.
1: Yeah. Are, are we I'm talking not, about this first book? Yeah, Brittany, yeah. Brittany, um, Brittany and Sergio. Yeah. We're talking about them together.
3: Got it. Got it. Got it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, so the sleeves on Sergio's dress, um, I was distracted by them, but so you you can see them walking, but also in the still image, you see the, the, how the iridescence of them or the shininess of them. And here mm. I thought, wow, this is really smart of him to not use so much of that fabric because I think that he planned on using a lot more of it, but Christian Siriano, I think, put enough of that little bug into his brain that he probably pared it down Um, because he really, it seemed when he was talking about that fabric, he loved it. And to have him only use it in the sleeves as something that's removable, I thought was really, really smart in terms of the fabrication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I I also didn't mind the fanny pack for Brittany. It's very current And, Mm -hmm. but also made with the same type of, I guess they said it was PVC plastic that she puts around the arms. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I was very satisfied with these looks.
3: I thought, okay, I I just want to say, and for people who are maybe hearing me for the first time, I don't make clothes. This is like the last skill I would ever acquire on the planet. Not because I don't value it. It's just I'm not all that good at it. Mm -hmm. So I can't do any of this. It's all like, wow, wow, wow. Um, So it's not like I could do better. But when I saw this, I thought, okay, expected. I I wasn't very... um, I wasn't jumping up and down mm-hmm. wanting to wear it. I and mean, I would wear it, of course. But I I, I was not like, ooh, what if? Ooh, what if? It was sort of, oh, okay. Exactly what. Very literal. It just felt very literal.
1: Yeah. Solid and fine. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I think a, yeah. part, a part of that is the navy. It's such a safe color and, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. sophisticated. And, yeah, no. You know, they played with the length. Yeah so yeah
3: and the proportions right the ankle was a little bit more playful there
1: yeah a lot I mean that there I thought was and and even I like the pvc around her arms around that elbow area although it makes me think more about like what it would feel like to actually wear this garment because I wouldn't want to wear plastic like that like I just not, not necessarily um you know, to go out or anything like that. Or also to keep for a long amount of time. Not really sure how that would hold up if I'm paying thousands of dollars for a jumpsuit. Um, but yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. I also could not forget the comment that Brittany made about... Uh, it, oh, I forget who it was. Dolly Parton and who else?
0: Betsy Johnson. Betsy Johnson Bet- had yes. a kid that was raised by Anna Wintour. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, so... This what? this is, kind of kid is this is exactly why I look at this garment and I'm like okay because I'm like all right I see the Anna Wintour but I do not see the Betsy Johnson I do not see the the Dolly Parton I do not see their baby which is mm-hmm. fine it's fine that's yeah. my expectation for this
1: yeah I believe a, about Anna Wintour being the overbearing mom that just kind of wears out any kind of creativity or funness that goes with Betsy Johnson <laughs> and just yeah. about that that child's childhood and like oh no no that makes sense to me <laughs> you grow up to be super Absolutely. conservative and repressed um anyway yeah. so, <laughs> all right so gucci let's move on
3: helicopter mom gucci helicopter mom mm-hmm. yeah exactly
1: mm-hmm. she's you know be sophisticated or else all right let's move on to the next crew and that's chelsea and Xavi. Um, I like the way this jumpsuit walked better than the way it looks in this image here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the upper part of it and the quilting was very interesting. And it reminds me of the T TWA terminal and how the lines are kind of working there and they have the little peek boo thing. Um, I don't know. I thought it was, again, it was fine. And then Chavez mm-hmm. I did not like it all. I don't, did not like it at all.
3: Yeah. I agree.
0: I mean, what's what's not to like about like a bizarre taffy bow <laughs> draping off of your waist uh,
1: in a, you know, a short tiny uh bodycon dress with a rolled hem. You know, rolled mm-hmm. hems are just uh, it, it, that short um you don't you just never sit down, just don't sit um, you know don't walk too fast or whatever but yeah I just it just kind of and also it's I've seen it a lot on Project Runway where you have like a, a simple undergarment thing maybe a little bit of creativity with how you've seamed it and then a a giant hunk of fabric that you did something else with on top of it
0: I mean I will say it looks like something that somebody is wearing to a happy hour yeah. Because it's like, here's like this weird thing that I wore to work and that I'm going to reconsider before I go out for the evening.
1: <laughs> Wait, so you imagine someone actually wearing that to work and then going <laughs> out afterwards and then reconsidering, but then are they changing it all or are they rolling up the flap oh, yeah, in the front?
0: Definitely. So that flap yeah. in the
1: front is like a shawl or some pants. And then they unflap the the pants and they roll it up And so it's like this two-tiered half of a bow. I think
0: it's the dress that you wear to like, you know, a, a bridal shower or like a or like a um what what are they again? Like a what Oh, a what's bachelorette party thing that
1: you go to. A bachelorette, yeah, like or... a
0: bachelorette party.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: For someone at the office that you don't really like. <laughs> and and that you're not gonna stay all that long yeah.
1: you make plans for afterwards so you can say bye early
0: exactly yeah it's
1: like i'm gonna get a wear out of this dress
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i'm gonna change this bow yeah no actually huh okay all right and it's practical <laughs> i'm convinced
0: i mean it's happening in space so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah okay and that's shavi so i have my eye out on shavi <laughs> All right, so mm-hmm. um, ready for Jeffrey and Melanie. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Thoughts on this, guys?
2: Um.
0: I mean, Jeffrey's jumpsuit is like it's is everything that he said it would be. Mm. Hmm. Sort of military inspired flight suit. Didn't we we found out that the daughter was going to a moon safari in this or something? What?
1: Oh no! Yeah,
0: yeah The daughter—it's the the mom who works in the military—is is the one who's going to happy hour in the cocktail dress, and the daughter is going on a moon safari in the jumpsuit. I think
1: was oh, the story. Oh you know, it's just really okay. All right, you don't have to I... anyway.
0: When you, yeah. but but take a close look at Melanie's, and and you'll see what I meant about like two rectangles a front <laughs> rectangle and a back rectangle kind of stitched together with like connective tissue in the middle.
1: Okay. I'm going to pull in what Nina said. Do you, do you guys remember? Because I wrote this quote down. So during, um, during the crit, she asks, is it cut? That's all she, that's <laughs> all she asked. She's like, is it cut? And Melanie does admit, she's like, well, you know, I like draping. It's just too. And she says, that. it's just two squares, rectangles, put together mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially because nina clocked it like she knew um from a mile away yeah no, she's just playing with shapes I also don't like this high low thing it's kind of interesting but it's not I don't know I, I I just think there's needs to be something a little bit different with those types of lengths because it's been done so 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 much before but also mm-hmm. um, looking from the front so in the image on the cheat sheet she's um, posing from the side but that's kind of like a cowl ish front like this like a cowl fold happening there and yeah. Nina also doesn't like that so I think like Nina just didn't like this outfit because of the cowlness mm-hmm. of it and also just it's you know it's yeah. just really simple
0: crumbs will never get in there
1: no yeah <laughs> no I mean perfect for a happy hour with no hors d'oeuvres yeah
0: with yeah. no hors d'oeuvres yeah <laughs> yeah It's kind of a, a... it's yeah. It's a little bit of a space mullet.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is (laughs) in a bad way. I mean, we have kind of like a mullet happening with Brittany, um, Mm -hmm. but in a very different way.
3: Yeah. I don't get the proportions on Melanie's at all. And I do not understand how those proportions work as part of the team challenge. Um, I just didn't understand that at all. Um, so I, I think this was actually my least favorite look of all of them. Well, one of two. Mm-hmm. Melanie's was one of two. And with Jeffreys, I don't know. I look at it and I, I just think, um, I don't know why it reminds me more of late or early '80s disco than mm-hmm. anything else.
0: Hmm. I mean, that's exactly the time that that um, that uh, those. The people started wearing those um flight jumpsuits those satin flight jumpsuits around
3: mm-hmm.
2: so oh. that
0: is it's a very fiorucci look actually like yes. if you imagine that in a like a hot pink or something like that
3: yeah hmm. and, and with a combat boot so kind of yeah not, because i imagine the the flight suit to be more 70s be more sensual but then it got a little bit more um Oh, how do I say a little more aggressive um, mm-hmm. later later in that decade and even to like the mid 80s? I, I mean, I'm just this is what I think
2: mm-hmm. from looking
3: at pictures. I, I wasn't there; I was way too young. So, but yes, yeah, so I look at this and I'm like, okay, space again. Space drag suit, It's everything we understand from gravity already. So, okay, mm. not not that. I it it seemed very well made. Yeah. I, I have
1: to say that like. All right. Well, actually let's I think that's a nice tie into the next crew of people. So we have Asma and Jen who had a bit of problems with their collaboration um mm. and uh and a bit of pro- a lot of problems with their garments obviously to the end we saw we saw that both of them were kind of um hurling as the time slipped away and I have to say that from the images, Asma's outfit doesn't look too terrible, but it does look like just a bunch of stuff wrapped around. Um, I really like the color. I like the blocking of it. And I liked, I really like the styling as well. But there's some elements to it that I thought were going to be there that weren't, she had a, um, that plastic skirt um, that you can't really see here. Cause it just looks like she has like a gigantic raincoat on. And we have Jen with yeah. a very ill-fitting jumpsuit um on our amazing model from last season. Um Mhm. So yeah, yeah. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's terrible.
1: Yeah, it's just it's bad. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Osma. Sorry, Jen. This is terrible. I
0: mean, uh, you know, I mean, Ozma did take christian's suggestion and put in like side panels right so i think the reason why you're not seeing that um that plastic skirt is that it was like a short plastic skirt so if you imagine that over what you're seeing there it's like oof no yeah and um and it's just it's um It really, to me, embodies that sense of like, um, you're sort of thrashing around and you don't really know what you're going to do. So at least I'll do a lot and maybe that will get me through.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she, it's clear that she's really playing it up with the accessories and I don't even know if that scarf is hers that's wrapped around the model's head. Um, Those, you know, those boots look great. Like I think it's styled, pretty wonderfully um but also not coherent doesn't really make any sense with the garment with Jen's garment yeah and there's not much to say about Jen's garment it's just badly made
0: well if you identify as a if you identify as a modern goth like what's you know what's what's blacker and more modern than the you know the eternal darkness of space Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, none of that here. Yeah, um,
3: absolutely yeah. none. Oh. I, I think, am I the only one who likes Asma's look then? <laughs> I guess so.
1: Yeah, what do you like about it?
3: Well, here's the thing. I don't think it's um, in its complete form. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with what Nayland said. A, a lot of decisions made because – a lot of choices made because decisions weren't made. I think that's how I took what Nayland said. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think that there's something that's workable here. And I can talk more about this later. But I think that I did not like those glasses. I, I like the fact that this was one element that con- – okay, the glasses were – this was the only designer that actually took into consideration how somebody might actually be functioning in a spatial con in, a, in this in the spatial construct right hmm. you might need some kind of goggles if you accidentally open a little vent or something i don't know but so there was a little i liked that little touch that it acknowledged some kind of difference from how we walk on earth or how we live on earth although those are not that's like some steampunk level burning man glasses right yeah. so they're not quite
1: yeah, Not, they're
3: just I, goggles. I, yeah. Yeah, just some kind of goggles. But whereas I think uh, Jeffrey's Jeffries, uh, little um, hair clip visor-looking thing mm-hmm. was sort of like, okay, we've all seen the you know the Grace Jones cover al- album cover or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was sort of too expected. This, at least, was more playful with color mm-hmm. and space. And, so I sort of liked... I don't know. I wish I had seen a more complete form, and I'll talk more about the abundance of
1: ideas later. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's move on next to Veronica and Victoria. Mm. Um, and it looks like Victoria did take into account what Christian Sierano said about changing up the fabrication a little bit. Um, but ooh, super short on the right on the right hip there, and also um. I mean, I think the transparency or, the, like, playing around with that transparency, I really did like the little layers of ruffles coming out of the top there. I thought that was – I don't like this outfit. I should just say that. I don't like this outfit, but I liked some of the elements that she put in there. but um, also have to point out, the little, you know, there are some peplum hints going out there. It's, like, size of peplum. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, what do you guys think? Patricia? Oh, yeah, Patricia.
0: Cuz uh, I went I... first last time. I'm just Oh, okay. I'm... that's fine. Cuz
3: that's fine because I just spoke so much. I, I was like, "Oh, I'll wait." Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we talking specifically about um
1: Victoria, Victoria's look or Veronica? I mean, I didn't or say Verona. anything about oh. Veronica yet, but I I mean, okay, cuz for it. her the only thing I liked were the sleeves and that's pretty that's much insane. it. Like the the way yeah. the way they both walked. I I quite enjoyed it.
3: So when I'm looking at uh, Victoria's, I'm thinking, okay, so this was for a space challenge, but also, of course, a flash, um, flashpoint? No, what is it? Flash sale?
1: Yeah, flash sale.
3: Uh, uh, Challenge. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like half Grecian halter top, you know, Beverly Hills halter top, half uh, metallic suiting. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: I I, I I don't know what that was supposed to convince me of are we addressing like different gr- rules for gender and space then let let's look at that on fabric for sure but I didn't get much from this hmm. construction I don't know
0: yeah I'm I'm with you Patricia. it's like um this is I <laughs> <laughs> It it made me long for the wit of Michael Kors because you know, it's a little bit like a Greek goddess like you know, collided with the Tin Man oh. some, You know On the way someplace. I don't I it's like I I feel like she does not have a single idea about like what's going on in this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah and there's nothing it's like this the top of the garment and the bottom of the garment have no relation at all yeah I, just, I didn't understand that either but yeah i just didn't
1: yeah i don't know i i i you know i i really i don't i it's weird because i like i like like a very small percentage of this outfit and To me it colors everything else. Like I really do like the way she draped that lighter fabric or organza or or whatever it is on the right side. And for me I, I think I want to know a little bit of what she can do. And that to me it looks difficult. It looks like that's a hard fabric to really sculpt that way. And I'm really hoping for future things for Victoria. I think that's what it is. I'm I'm, I don't know why I'm being so overly optimistic about this dress. I hate it. I don't like it. But it's (laughs) like that one like ten percent of the dress gives me hope
3: for the future. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's pretty much what that is.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is how I felt about asthma. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. That. That like. 10 20 percent that i really like i'm willing to overlook all the those are things that i don't understand but yeah mm-hmm. but at least you went for something that was different and i like that
1: yeah no i totally agree
0: um i will say that i i think that veronica has one of the better executed um jumpsuits here and oh, and i okay. um and and I was really dubious about those sleeves, but I think they're actually, um, they, I think they actually work.
1: They're amazing. I, I think those sleeves are amazing. And I, and, and that's the thing. And also she was cool and calm and collected as this model walked down the runway. She's like, this is the way I want it to look. It looks great. You know, nothing about like, oh, I wish I could have done this there. She's like, nope. How I want it to go. That's how it went. She just seemed really confident in it. And, you know, there are other elements that I mm-hmm. I think I question a little bit. I don't like the zipper in the front. But seriously, mm-hmm. it's really hard to put that zipper up there without any puckering or anything weird going on. Mm-hmm. In a way, it was kind of like a clutch. or Well, not a clutch. What the kids say these days, flex. I think it was kind of a flex for her to put mm-hmm. an obvious gigantic <laughs> zipper in the front like that with that stretchy jersey-looking fabric. And it looked perfect. This girl mm-hmm. can sell. so it's like something like that. Where I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let's move on. Um, so, so next we have Marquise and Nancy. Hmm. Um, it's so interesting. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. You go. No, go ahead. No, no, you go. Um, well, I think that
0: um, uh, Nancy. Uh, You don't actually see like on the runway the amount of construction that was going on there. So she basically like took this sort of netting fabric and made this um, kind of like square patchwork out of all of it. And that's kind of what's the top of her dress. Mm -hmm. So it is really kind of elaborately constructed in a way that I think works. Um, it's not so exciting. Like it's a little black dress, mm-hmm. which is, I guess what you're at a happy hour.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And, um, and, and Marquise's jumpsuit seemed to me fine. Um, but I wasn't like, you know, uh, I wasn't bowled over by it. It's a little, um, it's a little late eighties, early nineties to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, that, that like straight across um bared shoulder
3: oh come on that's the beauty it could be in a Jody Watley video <laughs> Jody
0: well that's uh, yeah I mean I'm not I'm not saying that that's bad <laughs> I, I do I love some Jody Watley
1: I do too <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I when I saw this I just thought oh I would actually love to wear that it just looks so comfortable and yeah, it does have that um, stretchy kind of sweatpant feel with yeah. this fabric yeah. that's so luxurious and look. I think it's a brocade kind of fabric, um, but it did. It just kind of had this really ease easy feel to it, and I I really I, I this is like one of my favorite jumpsuits. <laughs> I yeah, of all of them. It's like a-
3: It's a strange mix of like confident, um, casual, well-proportioned, elegant slouch. Mm -hmm. You know, it it just—it's very nice. I think it's really very nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. And
1: um, can I just point out?
3: Can I just point out uh, Nancy's um, not runway, but when there was a cutaway in the uh, run, there was a. kind of an insert from Nancy talking about their own garment. Mm-hmm. And Nancy is wearing this patchwork. It looked like she took all of her handbags, cut them all up into squares, and made a top. And mm. I loved it. Do you know what I'm talking mm. about? I loved it. I thought, oh, my goodness, more of that from you on the runway, please. Oh, that's
1: amazing. I, I mean,
0: I think, this is, I think we're going to get a lot more of that, because I think it, that is very much her
1: thing. That's great. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, that. I didn't notice that that piece but I'm going to go back and look for it
3: I just Um, want to say that it also it also completely affected how I viewed the next two looks of um Day Young and I forget the other person
1: Alan Alan. Tude Alan yeah yeah (laughs) wait
3: go uh, yeah well go on oh just that I saw this like really but just thing that amazed me is like how did she make that what is that that looks cool I want to touch that and then I went into this really boring structural kind of pretentious thing so I was like ah okay on the you know on the runway
1: yeah I you know it's interesting because I think I was mostly worried about De Young and her spiral and and I feel like she kind of um accepted her fate <laughs> when, the, when the when it came out she's like yeah I thought that bad but the fit was very precarious and it just looked like yeah very just the the construction um I don't know I can't say again i I I can't make a jumpsuit I know that they're very difficult to make or to tailor and she's very meticulous and I trust her skills but there are certain things where it just feels like she just wrapped it around the shoulders and then tied it in the middle in a kind of complicated way with some string to hold it together like some fabric just holding in other fabrics um mm-hmm. and the length was really interesting and very strange but the it just i don't know but i thought there was something really beautiful about the back i thought about you nailing because the back to me looks like something from rogue one like it, it again we have this millennium falcons slash death star thing in the back and then she turns around and she looks like like a mini like a little jedi from the back Hmm. And then we have the, you know, Alan on on the left with a very sweet silhouette. It's just so sweet, Um, especially with the trim on the bottom of that skirt. I'm not, you know, and there's there's a pocket in there, but I'm like, why would you put pockets on that? And and I, I, I feel stupid asking why would you put pockets on a dress? Because, of course, you want pockets on a dress. But for some reason, for this dress, I'm like, huh? Pockets on that part? It's like a like an overly ambitious peplum. Like it's basically not like an overly ambitious peplum, but like like a it was just too big. Like it was just too much. Um, over I the think top. the yeah. word you're
0: searching for is Alan <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm that,
2: starting to hate um, that
0: word. <laughs> that I mean that that brocade is that brocade is horrible that that band of brocade on mm. up top is really bad on both of them yeah and and like what's the idea with like flashing that floral print
1: Ugh, i know like, it's so like ugly on
0: the dress like what is that about
1: yeah and even on the jumpsuit like that's what she's using it to, to hold that shape up top
0: it's like i'm 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 wearing a yes i'm wearing a short skirt but look here, I have an even shorter skirt on underneath, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: In a print that's utterly unrelated to anything else.
1: Yeah. Yep.
3: And I'm go- and I'm going into space in this, and everything is going <laughs> to fall out of my pocket. Everything will fall out of my pocket. Look, why? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, I can imagine her floating around. That that actually is pretty <laughs> in my head. I'm like, that'd be kind of pretty. Impractical, super impractical. It's like that's what you wear to the cocktail lounge that is zero gravity. There's no G-Force, mm-hmm. none at all. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. That could be a challenge. Put them in a zero gravity chamber. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, sorry. So, okay. Ready to move on to Delvin and Tyler? Our last yes. pair. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I thought this was so ugly. This was the ugliest jumpsuit. And then Tyler's piece. But the both of them, I'm like, it screamed TWA airport. It screamed it Mm -hmm. in a really terrible way. I just, I just, I didn't enjoy the lines. There's something about the two different reds or maybe he was using the different faces of the same fabric together. You know, that jumpsuit fits her like a glove, but holy hell. Like I just, I just thought it was incredibly ugly. That's just me. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like they both have racing stripes.
1: Yeah. and But, but Tyler's racing stripes are ruched. What? <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? yeah, and I get like the neckline, sure. You know, it's really, um, it, so it, it, in, in a weird way, they are cohesive, but I just, well, I saw this walk out and I, I saw, I watched it live. I've, I've seen it twice, but I watched it live and I saw these and I was like, I just turned it off for a second I just turned away I just did not I don't know why I reacted so strongly to these outfits I just they're unpleasant to look at
2: mm.
3: I don't think they're all that cohesive they just share a color and, and, and a vertical red stripe and I think if anything they seem like I, I don't know they seem very disjointed to me even as a, a team challenge
1: yeah yeah
3: Especially as a team challenge.
1: Yeah, especially. Okay.
0: I, you know, I think that their idea was like, okay, we well, have the same neckline, and we're using this stripe. I don't know. There was there, you know, I, my sense was that are we gonna can we roll on to like results?
1: Yes, yes, let's do it.
0: Because yeah. I think that uh, I think that. I felt like in one shot that Delvin was really pissed at being just safe.
1: Ooh, you know, cause I was looking for people's faces and I think I looked at, um, I tried to get that from him to see, but you, uh, you read it, um, as anger.
0: I, I just, I, you know, just like, um, um, you know, like that, that sort of like, fine, this is the result, but mm-hmm. you know.
1: Wait, no, I just found it. And no, his face was like, "Okay, really? That's that's what the face yeah. looked like." Yeah. Man, yeah, I so delusional, which is I, which is entertaining. This is going to be entertaining to watch, because because he ha- he's <laughs> clearly skilled. I I think the fit's amazing, but his taste level, you know, as Nina says, or as yeah. Elaine and well, as all of them say, the taste, holy crapness! This is going to be interesting. Um, yeah. But we can kind of spill the beans a little bit because they're, this team was safe. <laughs> they're safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me see here. I'm just going to scroll down and make sure I have, who's also safe. So, so sh- um, Delvin and Tyler are safe. Shavi and Chelsea are safe. Veronica and Victoria also safe. And then the last group, Nancy and Marquise, they're all safe. Um so how they did it this time. So, you know, they're out on the runway and they're all sitting in their you know, amphitheater types in circle. They dismiss all the safe teams who get to move on to the next round and they go back to the lounge so they can watch the judging from TV <laughs> backstage. Mm-hmm. But then what they do, Carly calls up Jeffrey and Melanie, Brittany and Sergio, and waits for them to get on the stage back on the runway. And then she tells them. You guys were our favorite team in front of the other teams who were clearly the bottom. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was kind of, this is hard. It's hard to watch. So they speak to the, 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 the crews with the highest scores first. And then they speak to the crews with the, the least high. I mean, with the lowest scores. Why am I trying to be optimistic with my words? The lowest scores, the ones who are about to lose. That's who they <laughs> speak to last. So just, I don't know why I'm trying to put a spin on it. I'm like, no, they're, they're going to lose anyway. All right. Um, so yeah, so any, so any thoughts or anything that stood out to you guys about, so we're going to talk about the, just the judging and the critique of the judges, um, as they go meticulously over these garments, um, and any, um, and, the, and the, the time that they had together once all, once they dismiss all of the, uh, the designers. So anything that stood out to you about their feedback?
0: Mm, I like that they don't paw the models too much. That's like a, that's a welcome change and Mm -hmm. relief that they've kind of let that go.
1: Yeah. I actually, I actually do like that. I feel like Brandon and now Elaine, I think he's Brandon started a trend of getting up and going up because he's, I think he's generally Mm -hmm. interested in looking at how things are made or put together or seeing like, what. and so I feel like they're combining it a little bit, but in a more respectful way because the designers are there and they can actually have a conversation and learn a little bit instead of having them mm-hmm. uh, figure out for themselves and, and go over and just, yeah. But you said paw at the designers, I mean paw at the, the models. Um, but Patricia, I think, you, were you going to say something?
3: Mm, oh, so much to say. I, um, the one thing, so this whole thing I was, very distracted by trying to understand the logic be- behind Carly's own outfit choice, because that to me was—I was like, "What is this supposed to be? Like, is this supposed to be an evening cocktail dress, or is it? It, it looked like one of those. Um, I'm not sure if you remember, or, or I don't—I don't think it's going on anymore. But there was a publication about Japanese streetwear called Fruit.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you
3: remember looking at that?" So
2: mm-hmm.
3: just based on you know information from that series alone, this to me looked like a fancy version of a um, like a French maid cafe in space, but with chain mail, half chain mail. <laughs> I did not understand anything about her outfit choice. So during this judging, I was like, wait, how does this go on? Like how does that dress happen? Mm-mm. Like what's happening? Yeah. But it, but in, in regards to the comments that were made, Can I talk about the ones that were on the bottom or do you want to focus on just the looks that were on the top of the
1: ranking? No, we can talk about both.
3: Well, I really liked what um, Elaine had to say about Asma because that's exactly how I felt about um, Asma's look. Elaine was the one who said, oh, there's an abundance of ideas here. And I thought, yes, that's it. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And I, in a way, I think that this it's preferable in my opinion preferable to have someone with an abundance of ideas but is still kind of patching them together or is uh, in a process of unraveling how those ideas fit together rather than someone that has nothing to say but is saying it but finding elegant ways of saying nothing so (laughs) and I know that sounds horribly judgmental I don't mean it to be but I think When it comes to the pairing between Asma and Jen, I really liked hearing what Elaine had to say about it, and I just (laughs) I like having an abundance of ideas over the rest. That's all. (laughs)
1: Hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm staring. I'm staring at the TV, like you know rewinding fast forwarding rewinding trying to understand what the heck is carly wearing and trying to
0: <laughs>
3: what is wrong with well, abundance of ideas why penalize people for having an abundance of ideas
0: hmm. you know? i mean but bless you for saying that because i was looking at carly's dress and being like what <laughs> the <laughs> heck is this <laughs> like i really i was i was completely stumped as well like um I
1: in my notes I put it as just lingerie for day. I just I also had no idea. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, Why? Go. We're going oh. we're in space, Carly. We're in space.
0: Lingerie. Lingerie Day. Lingerie <laughs> linger day. Linger day wear. Yeah, so it's yeah. A, a new thing that we're
1: in. We have <laughs> you know, at leisure we have lingerie day. So <laughs> anyway,
0: or in my house we call it laundry day. <laughs> actually, that's probably that's what's when going I go on. My in in house like, I like
1: Everything, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Everything else is in the wash. Yeah. <laughs> um. um. But what about you, Nayland? Uh. Yeah.
0: I mean there's nothing here there's nothing that gets said during the judging that i find like so super objectionable mm-hmm. you know it's like sleeves on sleeves off this looks good mm-hmm. it's all fine there wasn't like i didn't um i i, I n- nobody really said much of anything that i was um that i really took issue with so yeah I'm kind of fine with all of it.
1: Yeah, same here. I mean, the only thing that, that stood out to me was and just to make it clear for listeners, so um the, the ones the ones who are on the bottom, we always already spoke of them, Osma and Jen, but also Alan and, and Day Young. And I thought it was hilarious that the thing that cut Alan to his core was when Elaine Welteroth compared his fit and flare dress to an old Destiny Childs costume from House of <laughs> Durion. Yes. I mean, it was almost as if you told him to just, you know what, go jump in a river somewhere. You are the yeah. worst. Or that macaron that you ate, it actually was a snickerdoodle or something weird. And he was just like, Oh yeah. my god, yeah, are it's you like kidding you're me? The
0: macaron. Yes.
1: <laughs> he was just so <laughs> devastated by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. So let's let's move on to our results. Um Patricia, who are our yeah. winners this week?
3: Ooh, um, let me see if I can remember their
1: names. <laughs> <Goodness>. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. So, Enough. wait, wait, wait. wait! Before you say that, so we have a winning team first. So, who's the winning team out of the top two? There's a team.
3: Okay. I believe that the top two – well, wait. Should I say the top two or the winners?
1: Say the, the winning team.
3: The winning team. Okay, if I'm not wrong – um, it's Brittany and Sergio.
1: Yes, uh-huh. and of those two, mm-hmm. who's the winner? And specifically, Brittany. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, you're right. You're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right, Patricia. Mm-hmm. So Brittany wins. Uh, um, yes. I I also was looking at Sergio's face to see what his face would say once they didn't call his name mm-hmm. as a winner. Um, but yeah, but Brittany is our first winner of the season. Um, mm-hmm. And Nalin say again immunity oh yes gets immunity and also you can also find her jumpsuit on 19th amendment via bravo.com it is for sale and i think it also was a fan favorite as well um yeah. yeah all right so nayland's your turn you have to deliver the bad news which team lost um, or which was the lowest team the losing yeah. team
0: uh, well the losing team was Ozma and Jen
1: and then who goes um, home
0: in a in a shockingly underplayed um, moment both of them go home
1: both of them
0: um, and uh, and it's it's very interesting because, um, Normally, this is, like, the sort of thing that they, you know, that, that the show would really like Goose. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, and um, you get, like, afterwards, uh, you know, Ozma's really pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen has seemed defeated kind of from the get-go, so it's so... Although she's crying, yeah. it's not.
2: Yeah.
0: It's not so surprising.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Uh. But you can tell Ozma thinks this is some bullshit.
2: Hmm.
0: And then yeah. Christian comes in and um, is, you know, has has not bonded with either one of them, <laughs> so has <laughs> very little trouble, like sending them both, packing up to their, up to their work table which because it's shared they have to both pack up together at the same time and look at each other. Yeah. Which is yeah. a little emotionally rough.
1: Yeah, as the camera circles around them there's one camera circling around their table and it is yeah, it's a lot because they have they also have a lot of stuff. They actually show them in real time packing mm-hmm. up all their things. Yeah. Yeah, um yeah, I thought that was really rough because especially with what you said Patricia with, but uh, with Asma and almost is like, we're used to seeing the judges give people like her a chance to unravel yeah. a little bit or to infer you know, it's the first episode. Um, especially if there is an abundance of ideas um, in this environment, see how she's able to adjust and rein in a little bit of it or take advantage of being too much or liking too much of whatever. Um mm-hmm. But not this time around. There, There is an after show that Bravo is featuring now. We get more Christian Siriano. And apparently he's the interviewer for the uh-huh. newly eliminated designers. Aye, aye, aye. I did not watch it. So neither of you did. I was going to ask.
0: No. Okay. Yeah. No.
1: I, I, For this one, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was just like, no, I don't think I want to see this conversation. It's too new. And you know the first ones and I, it, it was i felt very badly for for both of them but for especially for osma um
3: yeah and i thought i could understand a double elimination if it was um i'm going to look at the cheat sheet right now and say if the bottom team had been if they were going to just do a double elimination of like the worst looks mm-hmm. in my opinion and the the looks that received the worst feedback i'm actually going to say it, would have been Melanie and Jen, mm-hmm. right? So to eliminate just that team, I don't know. I yeah. don't agree with that reasoning. I think if you're going to eliminate someone on the first challenge, it has to be over. And do something like a double elimination on the first challenge on the first episode of the season. I wish it had been over something more worthy than this.
1: I agree, Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we, we shall see. And of course we, we Siriano had a save, didn't use it. Mm-hmm. So you it. that's it. We've got, we've lost two designers on episode one. All right. Well, we've come to the end of this. Any <laughs> final thoughts? And also the two of you, I, what do you have going on in your lives that you would like to share with our listeners? Nope. I I don't have much. I no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to plug, Patricia? Anything? I know you're always up to something.
0: Yeah.
2: Come I on.
1: No, I can't even think about that right now. I, right.
3: I. No, I'm I'm really excited for to see a show on Netflix that hasn't even come out yet. I'm excited to see, AJ McQueen, Mm-hmm. Which hasn't? I don't think it's it's out yet.
1: But. AJ McQueen.
0: A J and the Queen. Oh, and
3: the Queen, and the Queen. Yeah, it stars RuPaul.
1: Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's exciting. (laughs) Well, what about you, Nayland? Um.
0: Well, uh, first of all, a a word of recommendation. If you are, um, if if all of this talk of space and jumpsuits has piqued your interest. (laughs) Um, and you live in the New York area, you should go to the Brooklyn Museum's Pierre Cardin show,
2: Ooh, I seen oh my that, gosh, yeah. which
0: is like insane. I mean, the I mean, fantastic clothes from um, you know from the same design era as the TWA terminal, mm. and you can see how somebody really got it right. It's. Um, and really interesting, like gender-neutral clothing from the 60s and 70s, um, kind of some amazing, kind of like disco party wear. It's really and and if you go just for like the wall of hats alone.
3: Yes, that's what I hear. Everyone keeps telling you that.
0: You know, I mean that you and and you think about like the iconicity of grace jones it's because of all of these pr cardan hats that she would wear wow. yes. it is, yeah it is like it it is so um so yummy and and in a way so forward looking so um that's my big recommendation
1: it's oh, amazing wow.
0: and then um if you are living on the west coast um uh, in the Los Angeles area, you can go uh, take a look at my show, um, No Wrong Holes, 30 Years Yay. of Nayland Blake at the Institute of Contemporary Art, LA. Um, and on, uh, it's up until the 26th of January. And on the 26th of January, we're going to have a kind of closing party at Hello. Zebulon in LA, but it is also going to be a gender discard party. So we're nice. going to have performers and guest DJs at Zebulon and um, and a ceremony, which um, tentatively is going to be called BYOB, which is um, uh, the B stands for baggage. Um, and so yeah. bring wow. your gender associated baggage, i.e. all of those Um, cotton tote bags that people have hand out at every single art world event and we're going to be um, transforming them and you can get rid of the stuff that you don't want to have and um and uh and and we will have hopefully some fun gender play at that event
3: so i have i have a question about zebulon Mm
0: -hmm. that
3: to be a dance party is this affiliated with kind of like 90s rave electronic music dance party
0: uh, it- it's it is it's a it's a club with a dance floor and a and like a bar and a restaurant um so i don't know if it it's if it was similar um i don't know if it's inspired by the party or um or share some actual DNA with it but um, yeah,
3: okay.
0: awesome. I can find out nice
3: wow, that's yeah. so cool.
0: yeah and also I mean uh, to you know now I will toot my own horn a little bit if you look around um, it, if you look around online there have been some there have been some write-ups of the show yes. there's a review in the current um, issue of art forum and nice. Uh, nice. yeah and well, you done, can hear man. me Thank you. <laughs> um, you can hear me talk about it in detail on um, another podcast, The Modern Arts Notes.
1: Yes. Oh my podcast. gosh, I love oh. that podcast. Yeah. That is which great. is yes. a
0: really, which yeah. is a great listen. Um, so, oh man,
1: Thanks. Congratulations. congratulations! Yes, congratulations, Nailen. Funny. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm also i'm just i'm just going to let you know i'm I'm planning on making a trip around that because I want to go see it and I want to go to that party. So, and also I haven't been home in a awesome. while. So I'm like, great excuse. <laughs>
0: like, Yay. Only
1: your show is going to get me to go back to LA. <laughs> so.
0: Well, I'll tell you that the opening was like a, a really wonderful reunion for, Aww. we saw a lot of folks from, from um, ICP out there and people from all, all parts of um, my artistic life. And yeah. so it was, it was a genuinely fun party. Awesome. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and Um, Ernest,
1: what's with you? Yeah, so I'm gonna shout out where I am right now. I'm at the Visual Studies Workshop, which is where I teach (laughs) in Rochester, New York. So right now we're just in thesis mode. So the gallery is open if you guys wanna come, and if anyone's in the area, you know, um, there is a wonderful thesis show from one of our graduating um, third year students. And then also I'm shouting out another uh, organization I work with, the Joan Mitchell Foundation. And I've been working with their early art practitioners, artists in residents. And if some of you guys follow me on Instagram, I do post about them also. But their residency culminates in an exhibition at the Joan Mitchell Foundation. It's called In the Absence of. I am incredibly proud of these young artists. They're very wonderful and they've been working incredibly hard. Um, and I've been working with them along the way with um, a friend of mine and colleague, and you, you, you all know her too, Kiana Mestrick. And so Yay. we've been mentoring them Look. and advising them and we're both incredibly proud of the work that they produced over the past year. So it's, it opens on December, um, for, um, December 12th is the opening reception. It's up for quite some time, but I'm going to put all of those that information to the show notes as well as Patricia's recommendation, um, Nalen's show's, info and then the Pierre Cardin links and in and, and all the other links that we've referred to so you guys can kind of check in on that but yeah no and, and I'm doing residency so I don't have really anything yet I'm just making work I'm making a lot of work so yeah I'm cool
3: and make some of my own things
1: happen yeah yeah cool all right well I, I have to thank both of y'all um Nalan and Patricia I'm so happy and so it's so fun to, to talk about the show with you both. And I know the listeners really love y'all as well. Um, so thank you. And yay. Yeah. And listeners, thank you for hanging in there with us too. And of course, um, check us out on Facebook. Send us any notes, any of your feedback, things that you agree with, disagree with, or or intel. Because I also love getting images from the listeners from around the world who find things or find um, stuff associated with designers who have been on the show. Please keep sending those; those are a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. All right. So,
0: oh, also, I'm I'm not on Facebook, so feel free to like follow me on Twitter.
1: Yes, yes, please. I'm just yeah, because Nealon and
0: and and Instagram because then you can see my outfits.
1: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) oh Oh my gosh so so there's one of Nayland right now in you're wearing this black gray something it's just draped beautifully so yeah just go on instagram follow Nayland. and Nayland, what's your handle
0: uh w blake on instagram and just nailing blake on uh on uh twitter
1: and then patisi what's yours as well
3: Um, My handle is the same for both. It's sense and sight, like common sense and optical sight. So S-E-N-S-E-A-N-D-S-E-N-S-E.
1: Great. And I'm at Ernaz, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E on all of them. Just my first name. All right. Okay. Uh, Thanks, everybody. And then until we see you all again, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.